It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like Thursday nights PopBillyGamers.com Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single time that we come through, it's the Pop Belly Gamers. We got it on lock. This the podcast. We will never stop. This the Pop Belly Gamers. It's the Pop Belly Gamers. It's the Pop Belly Gamers. It's the Pop Belly Gamers. Stay alive and connect. We don't need a controller. It's the Pop Belly Gamers. Ooh, baby, it's so for First shooter, baby, to RPG. We got it on Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, this is the Pop Belly Gamers Companion Podcast for the week of October the 5th, 2018. This is episode number 153. That's right. And we are coming to you live on the All Games Radio Network. We are live every Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to chat and interact with us on the show, you can by learning... Blah. By joining the live chat at oldgames.com forward slash live. Were you going to say lowering? Like lowering your expectations? No. <laughs> okay, sorry. But we should. <laughs> the live chat, a.k.a. Discord, is always lit, as the young people say. So even if there's no show, there's always someone to talk to you about stuff. I'm your host, Yasser Raja, a.k.a. Icon Boy, on Xbox Live and uh, PlayStation Nation. Uh, to my immediate left is the one and only Anthony Franco, a.k.a. Rail Grinder. Yep, say, yep. say hello to everybody out there. Hello, everybody out there. And let me just, yeah. Uh, yeah. let me just, yeah. uh, what struggles? Struggles. I'm right. I'm right. There. Uh, a nice applause. Applause for you. Uh, and Anthony Franco was able it to on time. Making it not only on time. He stopped by the Japan tree, the Japanese store, and got us some treats. Uh-huh. And by us, I mean just you and me. There we go. Or whoever else is going to make it today. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know who's coming today. Glenn is definitely not coming, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, he has a case of the runs. He's so, down with the sickness. Yes, he's down with the sickness. <laughs> um, th- you know what? He Anthony Franco, you brought a, what is that? It's like a bowl with a rice bowl with a... With the, I, f- I forget what it is. Uh, some more chicken stuff. I think chicken teriyaki or whatnot. But they make it in the morning, so how do you feel about... Oh, no, no. They say they... Okay, I was talking to the lady. See, yeah. I even had time to chat with the lady. Yeah. Um, she said that they make some in the afternoon, but not as much as they make in the morning. And so, uh, initially, I wanted the, the rice balls, the... What's it called? The onigiri. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have the one I wanted. Yeah. But I told her, you better be making those on Friday nights. Yeah. I'm passing by. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, if I'm on my scooter. Wait, so, like, they didn't have any onigiri left? Yeah, I had three, but... It's uh, chicken karage, so it's going to be like all the same. I want something different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, thank you for bringing treats, Anthony Franco. Of course. Thank you. And, um, well, where'd this guy come from? Too bad. Mario. Did you find him on the ground or something? Oh, that was yours. That was on the table. Oh, yeah? I didn't even notice it. Really? It was on the table it the whole time? It was on the table the whole time. That's weird. 
Because, uh, anyways, don't worry, buddy. Have you seen this thing on Reddit lately with what? Mario and Bowser? This Bowser thing. I've heard there's something like there's a crown that Nintendo came up with. Yeah. In, uh, in the, I guess, the Smash Brothers, the new Smash Brothers game. I'm not sure where it originated from. Maybe someone in the chat can enlighten us. Mm-hmm. But, whatchamahoos, it, it supposedly turns Princess Peach into a sexy version of Bowser, Bowsette. Well, in the game, it turns Toad into this um, princess character. Toadette? Toadette, I guess. Yeah. And so, someone on the interwebs decided to uh, pull a Rule 34 yeah. and get Bowser to put the thing on. And, yeah, Rule 34, so... And what? So Bowser turned into a princess? Bowsette. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's all coming together. That now makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk know. about uh, Iron Fist Season 2. I, I watched it. Okay. I so, watched it so that you wouldn't have to go through the pain of watching it. Oh, thank God. Uh, so, uh, spoilers for everybody out there. I am going to talk about uh, Iron Fist 2. Um, where uh, I also I finished Spider-Man for PS4. Platinumed it. It's the first and only PS4 game that I platinumed. Uh, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Where's the uh, the button? Why? Wh- which which one are you gonna go for? The class. Oh, okay. There applause. you go. There but you go. it's an applause for uh, for the something that's not a real achievement, though. How so? In, in video, anything in video games is a waste of time. Anyways, Anyways uh, Forza Horizon Four also came out. I've been playing that Aquaman trailer today. So uh, Tyre Claw oh, in the I chat. I haven't seen that. What? That's what we have to look at right yeah, now. Hold on. Because I'm at work. So it's not going to be the greatest. Um, Hold on a second. Hold on. Well, I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone. Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw, thank you as always. Yes, thank you. For changing the headline, then reminding us. No, no one's seen uh, Venom yet, and uh, nor do I want to. I got some uh, I got some words to say about Venom. Okay. Um, and definitely we're going to talk about the Aquaman trailer sometime today, sometime on the show today. Um, and then, of course, today is our Transformers in Review show. Mm. So we're going to be talking Transformers, the movie, from 2007, but that we're gonna wait till more people show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I don't know, can you, if you're in the chat, could you ask who's coming today? Uh, and I'm just gonna quickly. Oh, the staff chat. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna quickly just go to YouTube real quick. And this is gonna be great. <clears throat> Derek H, did you, who's in charge of the Twitter for all games? Because they just tweeted out that the show is starting and I just want to say thank you to whoever tweeted that for giving us that giving us that much needed coverage. We were in number two spot last week behind Fantastic Four and it hurt. It stung. Uh and Tireclaw took the he took most of the um credit for that. He said that he was streaming the show. Uh and I gotta tell you, uh really disappointed that you're not helping stream this show, Tireclaw. What do you have against us? Why do you not like us? Is it because we don't have Fantastic in the name of our show? Huh? I want answers. Anyways, uh, last week I promised this week we're going to try to get Skype up and running. I was busy the whole week, unfortunately. Didn't even get enough time to look into it. Uh, Derek H. sent me a link on my laptop for this new Spangled software that he's been using. And I was all excited to get into it. And I'll tell you how little time I had uh, between the kids and school and getting all this other stuff done. Um, I didn't I didn't open up my laptop until right now, since last week. Really? I, I literally opened my laptop and the link was there. So I that's how little time I had between then and now. Um, but I managed to watch most of Transformers. 
Um, I so when I found out Glenn wasn't coming, I felt like mm, maybe I don't really need to watch. I got a little, I got a little earnest and not coming. That's okay. I got a little. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Loosey goosey with the responsibilities, and I did not watch uh, Transformers at first. Then, Anthony, you said that you watched Transformers. Glenn mm-hmm. said that he would watch Transformers, but he's not here. Then Gabe, out of nowhere, is like, I'm going to watch it at lunch. And then I was like, shit, now I have no choice. I got to watch <laughs> it right away. So I watched it, and surprisingly, I, I was surprised. It, it still kind of holds up. It's a pretty good movie. I was surprised at how much I liked it. But we'll go into that later. Okay. Uh, but for now, um, Leafs in Six is, is that door locked? I hear someone knocking on the door. Yo, hold on. Let me check. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I don't think it is. If you lock the door, then... I'm going to ask. Yeah, a little bit. Do you, th- you hear that knocking, right? Backyard. backyard. Backyard knocking, not front yard knocking. Sorry. Where are you going? Anyways, he went to go check the front door. Leafs and Six, a.k.a. Glenn Cramp in the chat... He says, Aquaman looks fucking incredible. Black Mana is right now the best villain ever. So hyped for this. And I got to tell you, maybe we shouldn't go delve into this right now, but spoilers for my feelings on Aquaman, I also think it looks incredible. It looks epic. And there's a fullness and a richness to the the world building that is, I feel, I don't know, is weird. A part of me thinks they showed a little bit too much they showed that whole chase scene, and I was like, whoa, whoa, ease back, ease back. But then Ernest was in the chat. He said they got to get butts in seats, so they got to show a little bit more to get people enticed. And it worked. It worked because I'm like— So your butt's going to be in that seat? Yes, on day one. We got to make plans. I got to see this movie on day one. It, it looks great. And then that shot of him at the end in his original suit, oh, the orange and green suit. Okay, let me let me let me actually oh, watch this. So goosebumps. Can, you know what? So let me play. Contribute. it. Okay, so this is going to be pretty bad radio. I'm going to play it on the big screen for you right here. This is going to be bad radio, uh, okay. because 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 uh, I'm going to have everybody listen to the sound. All right, here we go. Uh, this one, the official one, on uh, number two. Yeah, that trailer number one was the one from like weeks ago. What? Or mo- two months ago? Uh, I guess I haven't even. You haven't seen the first trailer. Ah, you're not missing much. <laughs> you're not missing much. Here we go. Or maybe I did, but I don't recall. That was not here, let's see this. Okay. Uh, ads. Completely not sponsoring this show is Nissan. <laughs> what? Yeah. About that skipping. Where here we go. Sound coming from? Can you hear it? Yep, you got it. Can you hear it in the, in the headphones? My parents were from different worlds. And I was a product of a love that never should have been. He could unite our worlds. You know who that is? It's Django Fett, baby! Django Fett! <laughs> the son of the seas. Your mother always knew you were special. You are part of something deeper. You are the bridge between land and sea. Take your rightful place mm. as king. It's an island. DC, Warner Brothers. I like the, the how the 
We're getting close now. Oh yeah, close to what? Dying of thirst? There's no way Atlantis were this far in there. Oh. Check this. You know what? That's a good idea. I can use the other <laughs> mic. Atlantis was in the desert. Ooh, okay. Was that the angle in the on the comics? No idea. But I think that it probably wasn't a desert at one point. It was probably water. Yeah, Check this out. Working. It's been sitting here collecting dust since before the Sahara was a desert. Before the Sahara was a desert. Let's just say you do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. All right, now hold still. Hey, what are you doing? We need water. We need the closest source. Derek is saying it's not Nicole Kidman playing the, uh, Aquaman's mom. Who is it then? Do you know? I don't know. I, I thought it was Nicole Kidman. Oh, is that what you said out loud? No. It, well, in my head. Oh, okay. okay. That's well, then Kidman. Derek read your mind. Psychic. Someone must have said it though. <laughs> in this trident resides the power of Atlantis. Of Atlantis. Atlantis looks like the uh, Gungan world. <laughs> looks like the what? Gungan, um, yeah. Journey beyond the edge of the world to the hidden sea. In the wrong hands, it would bring destruction. But in the hands of the true heir, it would unite all our kingdoms above and below. written it down first i memorized it didn't you oh yeah totally what did you just say something something trident you know what actually i uh, i have some critiques that i'm now taking <laughs> back i'm not taking back has come for atlantis to rise again it's in it's a really good looking trailer I don't know much about Aquaman or the bad guys in it, but that bad guy looks awesome. This Manta guy? Mm -hmm. Black Manta? Yeah. He looks crazy, does he? Looks pretty good, man. The costume itself looks pretty good. Yeah, is this a chase scene like this long, really? They're showing the whole thing. <laughs> Feels like it. Yeah, it does feel like they're showing a little much. Am I watching the movie now? <laughs> That's awesome, right? That flip when she gets yeah. hit. Unless you help us. Yeah, doesn't it look like Nicole Kidman? It is. Oh, I, I, I double checked it. Atlantis has always had a king. 
now I need something more. But what could be greater than a king? Sorry, I got it. Yep, that door is Oh, the original costume. There it is, the one you're talking about. All right, so that was that. Ah, hold on. How do I even pause this? There we go. Yeah, okay. So, okay. But, yeah, that trailer's not too bad. The thing is, yeah, what everyone else was saying in, uh, in our staff chat was that yeah, it does feel a little long. It's a little lengthy. Um, it feels like, yeah, like you're right. Like, am I actually watching this? Like a big portion of the movie right now. Um, especially that chasing. It feels like it's um, uh, how can I say this? Like it's uh, an integral part of, uh, I guess, the, I guess that first portion where. They start discovering things, right? And it was like it feels like it's a big part that they've uh, given away. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, regardless, though, like we will be watching this. Um, it doesn't have that um, that dark feel that uh, I, the, the that you get with the other DC uh, movies. Well, no, sorry, in the um, in the uh, Justice League and the Batman movies. So yeah, they're moving away from that uh, darkness that yeah. was set but, by but, uh, and, and Nolan, right? In the Nolan universe, and, and, that's and then really Snyder, from Snyder carried over that yeah. that whole aesthetic. Um, I think it looks incredible, though. Like, take apart, take us, put aside like the length of the trailer and what they show. Um, I think what they the it's the details. You know what I'm saying? That's something that's been missing from a lot of the other movies. Is that like they don't put enough thought into the the details, like. Even that opening shot where you're going with the cameras panning over the islands and you see the logos under the water, mm -hmm. just stuff like that is like way more thoughtful than anything DC's done before, I feel. Uh, the Black Manta costume looks incredible and like it doesn't look cheap or cheesy in any way. From every angle, it looks really, really good. And just the way that they're running from these um, guys that are attacking them and the way that they're shooting and actually like breaking things, it all has this real-world feel to it. None of it feels cheap. In the same way that the first time I saw um, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier land on that freighter and start fucking kicking people's asses and you're like, you felt every punch, this is how I, that's how I feel about this. Oh, yeah? When Mira gets shot, Right, right, and, she's doing, and she's doing the flip, and she gets hurt, like she gets hit hard, and she goes flying, um, because there's not, it's not perfectly choreographed to make her look great. It's supposed to, it's, it's, it's supposed to be rough. Yes. Okay. Like I always felt like the Snyder movies were uh, edited in a way to make things like look too good, polished, too polished to to like it served the image instead of, like, the scene. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The scene is supposed to show them desperately trying to run away and, and like, stumbling over the stumble, uh, themselves and getting hurt, right? Yeah. Whereas in Batman versus Superman, the scene is supposed to be Batman... It, when, when Superman rips open the Batmobile and he stands up, you have so many questions, like... Like, why doesn't Superman just take him down now? He's just a dude in a car. Okay. Like, he just killed tons of people, right? You come up with all these questions, right? That's because 
the the scene serves the image that they're trying to present, which is just them two facing off. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it goes it defies logic, right? In this, you feel like they're desperately trying to get away because at any second they can get taken down by these guys. And okay. uh, I just thought, oh, and well, Tiger Claw just uh, showed a picture of Aquaman in his suit, and I think the suit looks great. So for me, the only thing that that uh, that I don't like is that it feels like, super CG'd, right? In, in the, sa- the what same part, part, all of the C parts? No, no, no. Uh, uh, the part with um, with uh, the wide angle shots with the, the the large battles or whatnot. That felt like way too CG. Yeah. The same way, like I felt uh, the same way I felt. Uh, um, how what movie was? That? Oh, Black Panther was uh, CG. Yeah, and I I give them that because. I don't know how else you're going to do those kinds of scenes. Exactly. And, and that's the, the the flip side to it. It's like, there's no other way to do it. Yeah. And it feels too CG, but it does fit. Uh, it does fit the this um, But the this sheer story. scale of those freaking uh, battles, like those two armies coming together. Yeah. It just looks crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, bonus, extra bonus, uh, Django Fett is uh, Aquaman's dad. And by extension, Boba Fett, right? Because Boba Fett is a <laughs> is a clone of Jango Fett. That's true, right? Actually, no, he's not. Technically, he's not because because he's different. Yeah, because no, what they did was, do you remember in uh, Attack of the Clones, all of the sto- all of the troopers are um, clones of Jango Fett? But then he asked the clone people, "Hey, I want a clone that is not one hundred percent a clone, but based on my DNA." So they gave him a son, right? So he's not really supposed to look exactly like Django Fett, but he, Gabriel Nori just walked in. Perfect timing, too. We were talking about the Aquaman trailer, and uh, we just saw it just now. Oh, man. It's, it's so good. No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank it's you. like uh, Anthony Franco's eating like a, kind of like a chicken on like some rice. We're all going out for sushi tomorrow, so it's good, eh? Even cold? Is it cold? Yeah. Um, I was uh, talking to Anthony and telling him how much I uh, liked this, the the whole chase scene felt like real. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like there's Smart a weight editing. to it, yeah. you know? And the way that they crashed through the walls and the timing. Like I had no faith in this director. I didn't know who the fuck he was. And I was like... Have you seen his movies? I haven't seen any of his movies. His movies are pretty decent, actually. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, what, yeah. what else has he done? Uh, a bunch the, of horror movies. Con- well, Conjuring. Yeah. He's known for The Conjuring. But, I haven't seen it yet. But there's some movies, cool though. long scenes in The Conjuring, which he's kind of bringing into Aquaman a little bit. I think it looks good. Yeah. I know I criticized him. I was like, every time Aquaman opens his mouth, mm-hmm. brings down a little bit of the epic- epicness of it. Okay. But then I thought about it, and I watched the trailer again. Mm-hmm. And you know what? No, he's pretty much playing it the same way he did before. Because I said that I said in the chat that he... He seems slightly dumber, right, in the trailer. Like, like, uh, like a lot but, of like one line. Yeah, but the thing that. is, if I think about it, it's just one d- dumb line, and it's not even that dumb. It's just a throwaway line where he says he, they could just pee on it, which is funny. I thought, I thought it was funny. I thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah. But then I, I thought about all the other lines. It's like, no, you know what? The other lines don't really make him seem dumb. Uh, I think I was just too. Uh, I'm looking, grasping at a reason. Okay, you know what I'm it. saying. Okay. I'm grasping at a reason. I can't allow myself no. to be excited. About the movie, you know what I'm saying? But I, I'm excited, man. There's no way around it. It's, it looks really good. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, no one's going to say that Jason Momoa is, you know, a future Oscar winner. 
by any stretch of the imagination. But but um, they hired him because uh, he does have charisma. And one thing that I find really interesting because I've seen, I love. I'm the one that loves seeing reaction videos. Yeah. And I know a lot of people sell those. They're not really like genuine, right? But yeah. If you see, because there happen to be a lot of women that are reacting to to a lot of these uh, Aquaman trailers, and it's <laughs> like they're digging it. They're so this could only like, if anything, improve, put more butts in the seats. You know yeah, what I mean? I've seen for a lot sure. of families and 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 women in general uh, doing going through the you know going through the actual. Uh, anyways, my point is that the, it, you know he's easy on the eyes for women. He's a charming guy. It's a guy like this guy's awesome. Like if I if like I'd love to be this guy's friend. Like yeah. he just seems like a guy that doesn't give two fucks. Just want to chill with drink. Beers. Go out with uh, yeah. get a beer with this guy. Yeah. So uh, if anything, like it's either this or like. Well, I mean, is Aquaman ever been known to have like this killer personality in comics? Not really. He's I not don't a, know. You know what I mean? He's not like the top selling comic. Yes, I would. Uh, I I think he's been uh, re-energized in the last five years and and. And I just—it's great to have a uh, a guy bring this much personality to a role that's not known for that that character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So wait, it's Nicole sorry, Kidman uh, is the mom. Whatever right? I'm eating, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Even cold though. Even cold. What kind of sauce is on there? It's supposed to be teriyaki, but it's something else. But okay, finish your thought. Sorry. Uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Nicole, Nicole. Kidman is the mom. <laughs> People in the chat were saying, no, no. I think it's Derek H. specifically was saying, no, no, it's not Nicole, Nicole Gimman. Of course uh, it's Nicole Gimman. But Kimmin. he owned it, and he was like 100% wrong. Because I went on IMDb, and I checked, and it's you definitely her. To, why would you have to double-check that? It's clearly Nicole Kidman. I know, but he put doubt in my mind. So no, I had to go in there and check God. it. I had to go in and check. I just, I need facts. I got to go in and get the facts together, right? <laughs> um, and I was... I was like, uh, you know what? That chase scene is going a little long. But at no time was I like, this chase scene's not good. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, they're giving me too much of the movie. Like, that's I the only complaint I right? can see people saying. It's like, but then again, if you're if someone's clicking on a five minute either trailer or extended whatever the heck it's called, like you know, don't click on it, right? Yeah, because you know that complaint's kind of like gone by the wayside to me. Like you get here, they're gonna show you quite a bit. Yeah. Um, the the only like this little small nitpick is like when I see those soldiers running through through they look like they're running like jogging. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're they like a little so damn slow. Like <laughs> I, it's like I wish you were they would yeah. like, make that look a little faster. But yes, I think it might be uh, hard yeah. with the just the suits. I think maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I get that. No, I, get I that. think they could still do a little bit more because like yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, yeah, it does look like they just like jogging, just like running through paper. Yeah, so, like. It's not like they're putting any effort. Super fast, yeah. yeah. Things are flying and stuff. But I mean, and 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 I'm not, I'm not, I don't love the design of like the GI Joe looking suits. Yeah, like it almost feels like it's too clean, too perfect. Like you know, you want some uh, like battle damage or yeah, something. yeah. Well, well, well. I guess I haven't really battled anything in a while. So, but so that makes sense. But at the same time, look, I'm the I'm kind of like I'm not gonna dig into the whole sex Snyder stuff. But I love sex like grittiness and like. Uh, uh, attention to detail so that's my preference or like Man of Steel or The Dark Knight that kind of stuff so this to me like at first glance I would think I wouldn't like it because it's too too perfect too cartoony too too colorful but for something about it that like it works for this for this I guess for this kind of movie I'm not sure why but it does so I'm digging it. I'm really digging the whole. It the feels car- like a Marvel movie. It, yeah, it feels I more guess, like a Marvel movie. Yeah. And hey, look, if they're trying to go for something that's going to please more people and bring more audience in, 
I, I'm more power to them because I hope this movie succeeds and I hope they make a ton of money. I would even go as far as this is even beyond like a Marvel movie to me, visually. Like, is there a like if you think about all the Marvel movies, like right, Captain America and stuff? Yeah, they're still sold in some kind of reality, <clears throat> and there's nothing like uh, besides uh, Galaxy you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, which obviously it's in space and there's so much colors. No, uh, is there another movie that looks like this? That even remotely looks like this? I know it's in water. Well, but like colorful? Yeah, colorful. Like so many blues and greens and like yellow. Like, uh, like it's almost like an overload. Yeah. What is there a Marvel movie that comes to mind? Not that. Like not an overload of color, but like not a restriction on color because. Like all the DC movies up to now have been restrictive in color, except yeah. for maybe Wonder Woman, which is like let loose a little bit, or maybe not color, maybe uh, what's it called filtered, like it, like, maybe a little bit filtered. All the Marvel movies like have filter. a little bit of a filter on them, but also they, I, don't, I never felt at any time that they're like, oh, this movie is just like all browns and yeah, dark yeah, blues, yeah. right? Yeah. So I just mean like just not restricting themselves. I'm glad that they're kind of going that direction. Yeah, uh, Derek H. Uh, in the chat, he said, too much trailer is a stupid complaint. It's like saying Angelina Jolie let me hold her boobies for too long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, People, it's like, yeah, it's like, like you're not, you know, you give someone like a 30 second tease. They're like, oh my God, this sucks. What is it? I don't get enough information. Then he's like, okay, here's five minutes. Ah, uh, why are you showing me too much? Like it ruined the movie. I don't have to go see it. Like really? It's not going to stop me from seeing seen the movie. Five but they minutes, show you, a whole scene. Like yeah, non-stop. but you're talking about in the, when you step out of it. It's five minutes out of two hours. Yeah. Well, like, like you're going to see plenty. Like they had them not shown. Yeah. Like if you think that's the whole movie, then you. I don't think not, so. And you've not seen many movies. People. I'd like to think that they don't even show you the best parts of the movie. No. Right, no, no. I'm hoping no that's well, the at case. least they for have that a lot scene. of surprises. Saved. At least for that scene, right? Like, yeah, uh, uh, that scene's longer, it, by the way. Like, I'm like that's not <laughs> that running scene. I'm sure there's more to that. Oh no, of course, it's extended. It's not just that, but, but, uh, but yeah, it, it better be that much more extended from uh, what was. Uh, yeah, we haven't even seen any of the creatures really battle it out besides True. that crocodile, right? And that's gonna be crazy, like the sharks. Um, Tiger Glass says, I could see the Aquaman movie being a sort of soft reboot of the entire DCEU. I, I understand. I can see yeah. that. It is, it, like I said, it's I mean, visually different from Wonder Woman. It's different from anything. No, really. I was going to say, like, that's what uh, I feel like how uh, one, uh, what Wonder Woman uh, uh, was uh, when, when it came out. That It's kind of like, again, that... Uh, like what he said, like the the soft reboot. Was it and the, the first Wonder Woman for you felt like a like a sort of like a small like a way like, yeah something away from the um, huh. from the, the uh, from the the Zack uh, Schneider feel right really it, okay it, it was like it felt like it was uh, going away from that okay although like a lot of the aesthetics uh, are very similar or uh, or they try to maintain it. Um, that, yeah, that th- this one more so than uh, than Wonder Woman. Yeah, I thought Justice League was the the turning point for me. Like halfway through that movie, some like it felt different. Mm-hmm. I thought Wonder Woman it could falls very closely into like the whole. Universe. I thought so like, too. Yeah, but here's the thing: like uh, all the scenes on the Themyscira are pretty colorful and lively. Yeah. The problem is that it goes back into that gritty dark tone. Yeah. But it's not the the movie's fault because there it's, it's, it's in uh, World War Two, right? Yeah, or yeah, one or yeah. two? So World War One. One. World War One. One. So everything is just gritty and yeah. grimy at that yeah. time. I mean, if you didn't do it that way, people would complain. Like this isn't this doesn't feel like World War One. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. True. But 
I'm telling you, Wonder Woman 1984. It's probably going to be just. It's going to yeah. be just like closer, this, probably yeah, closer, closer to this. To this yeah. 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 Which I'm pumped for. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know how deep you've talked about it, but. I don't know. Actually, let me. Look, let look, me. As a comic more. book person, do you see? Because like the yeah. problem, the problem with me is like I'm excited and yeah. I have goosebumps. Yeah. Like especially with the original costume, but all of the 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 secondary characters, I don't know anything about them, so it's hard to like go. Yeah. Oh, I saw. I remember that guy from the book, or I remember this scene from a comic, or that is following this storyline. Yeah. Leafs in six, aka Glenn Kremp in the uh, chat, is saying that they're probably going to follow something called New Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't read it, but just by looking at the artwork that I have a couple of pages, it looks like they're following that yeah. pretty closely. Just like it's been rumored that uh, Shazam is probably going to be taking a lot of pages from the New Fifty Two, also, right? Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't, know, I don't know as much as you, but I know Black Manta. Like, I don't know everything about Black Manta, but I know enough. Yeah, to, to like that looks god. That looks like comic book accurate, right? Yeah, um, and that I gotta agree. Yeah, like, like I, I don't, I don't like read the comics, but I've seen that character yeah, pop up like, uh, yeah, here and exactly. there. Um, I love the. I mean, everybody said it, but I mean that whole Lord of the Rings vibe, right? Like it's like this like expanded kingdom that's like sunken, and and they, and they have they forged this weapon that's powerful. I, I mean, thought they were in Atlantis. I thought Atlantis was like the Aquaman's people. You know what I'm saying? But in the movies, like Atlantis is like a. Yeah. A long lost city to yeah. them as well, right? Well, there's a flashback quickly where he's like standing on like obviously it's not underground, it's yeah. like on, above. So something must have happened. Where, will they explain it? I don't know. Where they used to be sort of maybe on equal ground, on equal footing with uh, the Them- Themyscarians. Sorry. Yeah. So and then maybe something happened with like a curse or something, and then they went underground. Yeah. Right, because because why, that why all else? becomes desert. Yeah, that area. I mean, yeah, and, and I mean, maybe, and then they, they they say explain how they're able to breathe underwater. I have no idea, but it looks it looks. Man, I think it, it looks just great. Looks like this is like one of those IMAX movies, you know? You're yeah, for sure. Want to see it? The for scale, sure. the creatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, some of those creatures, I'm like, oh shit! I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of them I made up, big, obviously, yeah. right? Like the seahorse is like a freaking gigantic, well, like yeah. <laughs> gigantic, like creature. Hey, man, so we're cool. still the uh, discovering new species all the time at the bottom of the oh, ocean, right? You, yeah. The deeper and deeper you go, there's just last week. There's a there is a they discovered this uh, fish that was mostly jelly. It doesn't even really have a body. It's mostly jelly, and it's so far down, it can only survive in that pressure. And because there's no predators that can go down there, it's like. It survives without any harm to it, right? right? Like it's thriving down there. So they captured it and they brought it to the surface and it melted. (laughs) Like it's so scary the way that it melted, like because it couldn't handle the pressure. So there's like all this new shit that we're always constantly discovering. Yeah. Um, Anything new? Tire Claw saying that uh, Hollywood isn't too sure about Todd McFarlane's Spawn movie. Oh really? Is that new? I thought that was going ahead. I thought it was. I thought it was going ahead too. I thought they had an actor. I forget. Was it Jamie? Fo- no. Yeah. No. Well, that being, sounds familiar. It's being rebooted. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's gonna be like lower budget type of. It's nothing really high. Though. Gritty. Oh, okay, Make okay. it gritty. Yeah. Well, I always felt Spawn was less about the special effects and more about the the, the re- character is really interesting. Yeah. But I'm a big like Spawn guy. I have Spawn number one. To number fifty. Yeah. When they originally came out, I followed that whole run. Got it. Um, I only have the first. Th- you well, know about Spawn, right? 
Uh, I, enough. Like I haven't seen the movie, and I read, and I own some comics. But I the gist is like it's a guy that used to either work for the mob. No, no, something he got involved with the mob, and he got he or he or he was a police officer. What was he's it? Special ops. Spo- okay, so he's special ops. And what I loved about Spawn was that it also took some um, religious aspects and put it into it. So basically. He he killed for the government, but he's still a bad guy because he's killing, right? And when he dies, he gets murdered by his 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 partner Chapel, and he goes straight to hell. Oh, Chapel, and in right. hell, uh, the devil's like he handpicks all the absolute worst souls, right? Cool. And he makes them lieutenants of his army in hell because one day Armageddon's going to happen, and they're going to lead the army. But he can't. He can't. Like take a soul and and make it work for him as a lieutenant. He has to offer something because they have to give themselves freely. And he was in love with his wife. Yes, right. So he says he says I'll let you go back and see your wife again, but then your soul is mine and you become a lieutenant in my army. And he goes, yeah, fine. But the devil totally screws him over because he sends him back five years after he dies. So his wife moves on, on, has a kid with some other dude. Oh, that wasn't his kid. I no, it wasn't his kid. kid. Okay, yeah, okay. has a kid with another dude, and his face is all messed up. And he can turn. And the thing is, that he gets this exoplasm, which is like a costume. Yeah. And he can turn into anyone. But as soon as he tries to t- turn into himself, to himself? Yeah. Uh, he turns into like a short white guy. Uh, <laughs> it's really, it's like ironic, really weird. Yeah. Oh my god! See, I didn't know that much. Like, I I own some comics, but I always looking flipping through them. I thought it was like his partner or something, a cop or ex partner, glasses uh, and like a geeky haircut. Yeah, a geeky haircut. Oh well, wow, that's him. Okay. Was, yeah. was that. that the plot in the or was that the origin story uh, with the the la- with that movie from the nineties? Because I, I forget how uh, how that movie played out. I'm sure it's. It's it very close. close. Yeah, it's yeah. very close. And um, I thought that, like, the design of uh, Spawn. Way back when? Yeah, and uh, the Violator and Clown. And I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Super creepy because oh, the it's all supposed okay, to be yeah. imagery from hell. Yeah. Right? thought it was super creepy. And uh, you can see the influence how, because he made Venom, right? So you can see the influence there uh, as well. Um <clears throat> Leafs in six. You know, actually, you might be thinking of Sam and Twitch, which are the two detectives oh, that follow a, a the murders afterwards. Yeah, guy. exactly. Oh, then that's something. The little skinny guy with the Hitler mustache, right? Yeah, he has like a yeah, he with the like hot a, wife like and the like Hitler a, mustache. He looked like Gordon, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Uh, yeah, they just. I think they started investigating all the murders happening in the alleys. Cool. Uh, when Spawn comes back, because not only does he kind of erase his memory, so yeah. he has to get his memory back, send him back five years afterwards, make him look like a burn victim. Uh, but also, he just like dumped him in an alley, right? So he spends most of his time in the alley with homeless people. Um, you know what? Let's introduce some light into this. Yeah, yeah. Why is it, it so reminds dark? me of another character in Marvel that was, I think, it was called Deathlock, where it was like a guy that had like, oh, a yeah. crispy looking burnt face, but he was half robot. Yeah, and Deathlock was in season uh, one or two of uh, Agents of Shield. Oh shit! Get yeah, okay. as a budget wow. Deathlock guy, because wow. you know those budget uh, TV budgets. Wow. Uh, but they still pulled him off. I thought they did a good job. <clears throat> um, I saw Iron Fist season two. Oh yeah, go on. Uh-huh. <coughs> Much better it, than the it? first one. I saw the whole thing. Oh wow! So okay. I sat through it so that you guys wouldn't have to. <laughs> there was no chance in hell I would watch that. Okay. Much better, shorter than the first season. Cool. Better writing, better fighting, and the thing that always annoyed me about season one of uh, Iron Fist is that the Iron Fist, um, uh, Rand, what's his first name? Danny Rand. Um, 
got his ass kicked by everybody. You know, every anybody could walk up to and kick his ass. Okay. You know, and in this, he's the one kicking ass. Okay. So like, he takes on five, six guys at a time. Doesn't have a problem with them. And when it becomes a little overwhelming, he doesn't hold back and he uses the fist, which is awesome, right? And um, I thought that so spoilers is that, for is that unlimited? By the way, that fist. I think so. Yeah. So why not just use it from the beginning? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. That's true. Uh, Wait, unlimited but, in what uh, way? I, I don't know. Uh, Power like, wise, like, charge and then like he gets tired or something. Afterwards. Oh, okay. So, but something so happens in the on. season that makes you realize probably why he doesn't use it constantly. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's like the Spider-Man thing where he holds back. Um, <clears throat> Derek H says Deathlock. It was Deathlock's daughter, probably in the comic. Oh. Um, so in this season, so the there's this guy named Davos. Who grew up with him in Shun Lun? Tun Shun Lun. I'm sorry, I'm butchering these names. Um, where he originally came from, that city where he trained, mm-hmm. and um, you know, one thing like he comes back in season one, Davos, and he's like, "Oh, you stole the Iron Fist from me." Because what happens is they train all their lives, and then they have a fight to see who has the right to um, challenge the dragon. Right, a real actual mystical dragon, and then they um, they fight the dragon. Whoever beats the dragon gets the power, and they become the Iron Fist. And there can only be one Iron Fist at a time. They fight a dragon. Yeah. How do a they? Dra- as a, does a dragon lose? But the Netflix <laughs> doesn't show the budget for it, so you go, you see him walk into the cave, but yeah. you never see the dragon. <laughs> oh. So you don't know what the dragon God. looks like, right? Horrible. And he never describes the dragon either. Yeah. So maybe the dragon is like he sees on the day? inside or something. I don't know. Oh my God. Or maybe it's like a mystical force or something. He never they never show it. But you he goes in, he challenges the dragon, beats him, gets the iron fist, then he comes home in season one, right? Yeah. Davos follows him. But Davos is always bitching, like you took my birthright, you took my heritage for away from me, right? And you're like, fuck off, Davos, you lost, whatever, right? But in season two, they show the fight between Davos and Danny, and you're like he kind of stole the fucking fist from you, dude. <laughs> it feels like it because what happens is they have to fight to the death or yeah. whoever gives up, right? Yeah. And Danny's beating the shit out of him. He's beating the shit out of Danny. And there's this fight for hours. Like, they are exhausted. Yeah. Dan- he gets on top of Danny, beating the shit out of him. Danny turns, flips it around, beats the shit out of him. And he goes, give up, give up, give up. And he doesn't give up. But then they call the match. They call the fight. Oh, okay. So like one of the elders gets up and is like, Danny has won the right to face the dragon. And I'm like, that's what? Yeah, like yeah, he didn't yeah, yeah. really give up. Yeah. So now I now I get the bitterness. You know what I'm saying? Especially considering that this Danny Rand is some white boy outsider that came into here. And like Davos has been like since birth, like his mom treats him like shit to get him strong enough to fight the dragon and be the Iron Fist. And like his whole... The reason for being mm-hmm. and growing up is is all about getting the fist and defending uh, Kung Lun. That's the place, Kung Lun. Got it. Right? Yeah. So Danny comes out of nowhere. This foreigner beats him, gets the iron fist, leaves. He comes back, and he's like, I'm going to take the fist back. And you're like, what the? How do you take the fist back? Mm-hmm. So the only way to do it is to challenge, challenge the, challenge the dragon, magic. right, and get it, right? Yeah. So, But he finds a way. It's kind of badass. Um, and it makes me like kind of... I, I liked the season. I liked it because it was it was it was uh, it was condensed. It was precise in its storytelling. Um, so it opens with Colleen uh, finding a box, and it's a and it's a box from her past. Like her mom owned this box, and 
she's trying to figure out what where the box came from and she tracks down there's this back end story and in Iron Fist 1 there's so much shit going on with so many different characters mm-hmm. half the time I was lost like what's going on why are they here but in season 2 it's way more precise Davos comes back and um, Joy is Joy Meacham is um, the daughter of Harold Meacham who ran uh, uh, the Rand company when Danny was gone and his parents died, right? And he pretended to be dead and the hand brought him back. Now there's no hand. So the Iron Fist was only created to defeat the hand. The hand is a an evil ninja organization yep. that believes they have the power of necromancy so they're able to bring people back from the dead, which is crazy, right? Run by the shredder. Yeah. And you know, what's cr- <laughs> you know what's even crazier is that under New York is one is the body of one of the dragons. Oh, cool. And that's how the hand's been bringing people back. So it was a big mystery until you get to Defenders, which is the whole, like, everybody from Daredevil, Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones coming together in that one series. I haven't bothered to even, uh, nothing even remotely has got me into the mood to, like, press play on that series. A lot of. Uh, which one? Uh, Jessica Jones? Defenders. Defenders. Oh, fuck oh, Jessica Jones. That's horrible. <laughs> Defenders is, uh, I'd say Jessica Jones is one of the better ones, right, before behind Daredevil. Um, the first season, no, the first season's good. The second season's a little, no, they're both good seasons. The second season, like, she, uh, spoilers for Jessica Jones season two, she meets someone that's like her, so they're, they have evenly matched battles, which is crazy, right? Um, but in, okay, so let's go back to Iron Fist. Um, Davos comes back, and he knocks out the Iron Fist, and they introduce uh, Typhoid Mary in this, who I think is a daredevil bad guy. Do you know who Typhoid Mary is? Mm-mm. I've seen her in some Wolverine comics. I just remember the name from the Marvel uh, trading cards. She's uh, like a special ops person, uh, but in the comics, she had the ability to spread like a virus. Okay. Hence the name Typhoid Mary. But in this, Mary doesn't have that power. She just she's a um, she's a she's a special ops person, but with uh, associated. Dis- um, personality disorder so she has different personalities two main dis- personalities one that's like clueless joe's like unlike the pain and shit uh-huh. and the other one's like a hardcore assassin right sent to spy on danny rand oh, wow. um so she knocks him out they take him in and they may do the ceremony on him where davos gets a the body of an older iron fist so you see, like the the corp, the corpse decomposing, but he has the brand on him, right? They cut off the brand, they mix it with Danny's blood, and they 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 tattoo him with the iron with the dragon, and the the and the power is literally transferred over to Davos. But it's kind of Cause badass because someone had the uh, the manual. Actually, um, it's, there is a backstory where they found a, a like a scroll that yeah. showed what you need to, to do it how and how case, to transfer. In case it. the hero but dies, it's and... all, but it's all theory because there's been many Iron Fists, right. right? I think that, but why do they have to challenge the dragon? That makes me feel like every time the Iron Fist dies, the power reverts back to the dragon, the dragon. and the next generation has to yeah. uh, challenge him because I think there's an Iron Fist just once every generation, right? So, dude, like. I think Davos is a better Iron Fist than than Danny Rand because, and this is the confusing part. He gets the power, yep. and with Danny it was just one glowing yellow fist, but with Davos is two glowing fists, and the guy does not hold back. Like he punches people and makes their heads explode. Holy he shit. does not hold back. At one point, there's like a cement wall. Mm-hmm. It's like four feet thick, and he punches it, and it reduces to gravel. It's like that's how powerful he is, right? 
And instead of leaving New York City, because like, dude, you have no ties to New York. You don't give a shit about the city. Like Danny has reasons for being there. He's with Colleen and she loves the city. Mm-hmm. The Rand Corporation is in New York. It's based in New York. So many reasons to stay and help the people of the city and, and help the city. But Davos is like, I'm going to do what the Iron Fist never could and I'm going to eliminate all crime in New York City. And so he goes around and he just murders everybody in the triad. And there's this awesome scene. He goes to the head. So right now, there's a big war brewing between these two factions, the Golden Tigers and the Hatchets. And you can imagine, like, the people with the Hatchets fight with Hatchets. Scary shit. They're basically triad. They're two, two factions of triad, right? And uh, he goes to the head of the, the dragons, uh, the, the, uh, the Hatchets, and he punches that guy so hard, he explodes. Right, and he turns to this guy, the guy's right hand man, who's, and he's like, "Look, I'll make a list for you. Don't hurt me, and I'll do whatever you want." And he's like, "Make your fucking list and come and meet me at this place." Yeah, yeah. And for the next like three days, he drives Davos around, just eliminating people on this list. Oh, wow. And I'm like, the guy is like so determined and like focused on this mission. Right in a way that the Iron Danny Rand could never be fucking lazy ass pothead. But then you, Danny. like he acts like a, a big hip, a hipster doofus. Yeah. But he, sorry, I don't want to keep going. I know this is going on too long, but I'll I'll cut it. I'll cut it short. He spoilers, lots of spoilers. So I think that like <laughs> Danny's powerful, but he held back because he didn't want to kill anyone. Because now Davos is going on a killing spree, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to get the power back from him, right? So. He's like, we'll, we'll make the decision to get it back. They need a special bowl. They get the bowl. They get the people that did this, the, the tattoo. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we just got to knock him out and transfer the power. Guess what? I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know if maybe this is in the comic and maybe I'm way off base. I don't know if they gave into the quote unquote SJWs. But he's like, I shouldn't be the Iron Fist anymore. Colleen, you should be the Iron Fist. And I was oh, like, "Oh, where's this what? coming from? Where the fuck is this coming from?" Right? Oh wait, uh, she, the Colleen uh, is the Asian yeah. girl from for first season. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So she's a fighter. She's, she's not like this and she's a pretty girl. badass fighter. Yeah, Got she's it. not too random, but like. The Iron Fist is not Colleen. The Iron Fist is Danny Rand. No, the Iron it. Fist, right? Yep. So she's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." So I'm like, sigh of relief, right? Yeah. So they finally get Davos, knock him out. They're going to do the ceremony. Guess what? She's like, you know what? I do. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Right at the end, she's like, you know what? Uh, I do the the Iron Fist. And Danny's like, yeah, that's cool. Fine. So they do the ceremony. They do the Iron Fist on her, right? Of course, they have to cause a little bit of drama. On her chest? No. It's kind of cool. They they do the tattoo on her arm, Uh, right? Otherwise, yeah, you know. But Davos, they don't do it on his chest. They do it on his back, which Uh, I thought was kind of interesting. So I guess as long as you have the tattoo, it doesn't really matter. Uh, by the way, Derek H said, Typhoon Mary doesn't poison people in the comics. She's telekinetic and can put people to sleep sometimes. Danny wasted the iron fist. He always punched the ground and hoped the shockwave would knock people down. Davos also prostituted himself to get the iron fist. He got Kavanaugh by an old lady. <laughs> so to get the bowl, they need to blackmail this girl because she wasn't willing to, I don't know, pay, like sell it to them right at that moment when they needed it. Yeah. So they got him to sleep with her and videotape it to blackmail her to give the bull. And that's how they got the bull. Uh, but really, it's, that seems a little weak. It just <laughs> seems like, who, does anybody care about the story of how the bull comes to be? Like, just get the I goddamn I think bull. a lot of it is filler, but... 
because it's one of those things where it's just nonsense the way you. you I, I like to I like to look at people's motivation and what they're doing at the beginning of a series yeah. of TV, and then when everything is revealed, look back on those moments and think like, what happened? Does it make sense now that we know what we know? Yeah. Did those actions make sense? Yeah. And to a certain extent, they do, mm-hmm. but also. Joy was going along with this whole thing just to hurt, uh, just to take take the iron fist away from Danny mm-hmm. to hurt him. Got it. So she wanted to destroy Danny. Do you know why? Because Danny didn't tell her that her dad was alive. Mm-hmm. Danny knew her dad was alive for like fucking four hours or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's something really shitty to hold a grudge over. I'm sorry. Like, you know, her brother kept that secret for like years. Mm-hmm. Danny knew about it literally hours. Yeah. And she didn't do as bad a thing to her brother as she did to Danny by taking the iron fist away from him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they do the ceremony. To cause drama, Davos wakes up in the middle of the ceremony. There's this badass part where he's like, no, you're not taking the power from me. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, boom, hits the ground, and he destroys the whole apartment. It's awesome, right? They run after him. They do some martial arts. Then they complete the transfer, and then she gets the power. And her fist is white. Right? Well, hold up, hold up. He said he woke up. In the middle of the transfer. Yeah, he woke up in the so middle of the transfer it, to how run. Did, how did the transfer finish? Because to finish the transfer, you just have to put your finger on the head like this mm-hmm. and then transfer it. That was the last part of the, the okay. ceremony that they missed out. Okay. But he also knew about that, so he was trying to take it back. So it was this back and forth between them at okay. some point while they're fighting. Um, what happened? So, so they get the, the ground and the building fell apart. But no, no, survived. the whole apartment got destroyed. So, but they weren't unconscious. They weren't knocked out. No, no, they got knocked back, and he ran off. They ran after him. There was a fight that ensued. Okay. She completed the ceremony. But there, I think there was a reason to have him destroy the apartment. Um, so she's like, "I'm gonna go return this van that we borrowed, right?" And Davos is going to jail. So, <laughs> so Danny goes back to the apartment, and he finds that box. Do you remember the box? That it was from her family, right? The box that I was talking about with the comb and shit in it. So it got destroyed, and there was a seal, her family seal on it, but then the other side of the seal was, um, you know what? Take a step back. The hand. No, no, the the dragon, Mm -hmm. uh, for the Iron Fist dragon, right? And I remember sometime during the season, she told told Danny about how her mom told her about this made-up story about this woman that went and defeated some pirates, right? Mm -hmm. And then Danny saw the coin and he's like, I remember hearing that same story in Kunlun. It's about the first woman that defeated the dragon, dragon. and became the, the first female Iron Fist. And that turned out to be Colleen's great, great grandmother, right? Yeah. So then he was like, you know what? This is meant to be. Me. You were supposed to get it. And it's like all fate. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So I was so pissed after That's that. That's how season start ends? Yeah, it ends like that. But how check this out. So Hold on. How, how does this guy even deserve, A, a third season? When he's like, forget, it. I don't want to be it anymore. Like, whatever, you you have it. Someone else take it. Like, what kind of superhero is that? So I was all ready to write off the show. Uh-huh. Fuck this show. Uh-huh. Fuck season three. I'm not going to touch this shit ever again. Then they add on. You ready for this? Like the little end clip. The a little end clip. The post. Six months later, uh, right? Yeah. You see, Colleen. There's a burglary. Burglar. Uh, burglaring. Burglaring happening. Yep. She comes in, and she's like, you sure you guys want to do this? Pulls out her sword, and her fist glows, and the whole sword glows white. I'm like, oh, badass. She found a way of like transferring the power into weapons. Yeah. <sighs> then it switches to Japan. Turns out that Danny and uh, his friend, his friend slash brother, 
um, went on this adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why they left. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not even really that clear about why they left. He said something like, "This isn't. I'm not supposed to be here. I have my own journey." And they're in a bar, and I shit you not, they're talking to some dude, and he's like, "Oh, my, uh, uh, my boss is missing something, and these guys stole it, right?" So this guy gets up, and he and Danny gets up. <laughs> I shit you not, mm-hmm. he has a trench coat on, and he pulls out two guns. <laughs> You ready for this? And the guy shoots at Danny with a gun. Mm-hmm. Danny's hands glow yellow, both of them. Mm-hmm. Transfer into the gun, and he shoots the gun, and the bullets are yellow bullets. And the bullets hit. They go on the even though he shoot is is aiming straight. Yeah, they go on a trajectory to hit the other bullet out of the air. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Don't do that again." And then it ends. The scene ends. So you're left with all these questions, like. He got the power. I thought there was only supposed to be one Iron Fist at a time. Mm-hmm. How did he get the power? And it's got me hooked. I got to see the beginning oh. of the next season, man. So season oh. three is going to be the team of fucking Iron Fist. That's what it's going to be. It sounds like it. Like a, then the third guy. It's like, then what is Iron Fist? Like, there's not really like, if you're telling me like there's three practically Iron Fist in two seasons, like well, that's not very heroic. If it's just passed around like fucking like. A hot like potatoes, guy. Sleep, yeah, sleep hot buddies, potatoes. You know what I mean? Like it's pointless. They should rename the series Iron Fist, <clears throat> yeah, or Iron Fisted, Team Fists, or whatever. Um, it says, uh, you know, Derek H. With I think Derek H. Have you seen the show? Because he's got some insights. Um, he said not only did he give up the Iron Fist, he gave up Colleen's fine ass and went to Japan to chase Yakuza. <laughs> That's true, though. She's what a loser. Do you have that little clip on your keyboard? Which one? Actually, no, never mind. I, I don't have the loser clip. Loser. Boo, you suck. Anyways. um, I should get on that. Hold on a second. I'm just joking, man. Don't worry about it. It's too late. It's too late. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you close that door for me real quick? Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You love this dead air. So that was Iron Fist. I was surprised. I didn't have high expectations going into the season. I was pleasantly surprised at how um, precise the writing was, simplistic to a certain point, and how they shaved it down to 10, 10 episodes instead of 13. Still too long. Still too long. And you can, you can, you can see the budget. Like in Defenders, you could see the budget uh, where they cut corners because in defenders i could literally name i could i can count on one finger the sets that they have right yeah you said office that building yeah. hallway mm-hmm. restaurant alleyway a and alleyway b like literally you can do the same thing in here whereas in iron fist one for no reason they went to china and they're like we're in china now even though Misty is driving the same goddamn car. <laughs> so how'd they get the car to China? Anyways, there's lots of weird, annoying things. It wasn't Misty. It was uh, Night Nurse in the first one. Uh, yeah, I, it was a lot more concise. See, like, this is what I want. I don't want, like, an like a overall... Like, I don't want an elongated story and filler episodes and all this information on secondary characters. Just give it to me precise. And, you know, that part where he's in the trench coat, it's corny, but it's like comic book corny. Where'd he go? He knows that you asked me to close the door, yet he leaves it open. <laughs> Hold on a second. Like literally 10 seconds. Hold on. Hold on. I'll be back. Feel the air. Yeah. Anyways, um, so how many viewers, I'm not even looking at the chat right now, but I'm guessing nobody gives a rat's ass about Iron Fist. Woo! I'm just joking. Uh, 
we saw the season, uh, the trailer for uh, season Daredevil. three. Daredevil. Three. That now looks we're good. talking. Daredevil yeah. is the gem. It is the series. Thank you very much. And uh, um, I, I have reason to believe we've done some investigating, and it looks like the imposter Daredevil is the same actor who's playing Bullseye. So it's possible that Bullseye is impersonating Daredevil, which I think is a storyline in the comic book anyways, right? I mean, I, think and it's, I mean, the line's thrown in the trailer where he says, we need a, there's a new, uh, what is it? We need a new villain or something? And yeah. the second, like, you, first you think it's like double play, like, oh, like the villain is Daredevil, which it is, in fact, he's imp- impersonating Daredevil to make him look bad. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, no, it is also a new villain, which happens to be Bullseye. I'm excited. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, <clears throat> um, I mean, I hope they don't. I don't know. They don't trudge this whole like too much drama with the actual character. Where like you know, like back and forth. Am I Daredevil? Am I doing the right thing? I <laughs> no, I hope com- not. But I mean, because like, so many shows do that, and it's already been played out already in the first first and second season. So, so wait, I hope they don't do that. Like, too. I don't watch the show, but is this the first time Bullseye has been introduced? Or yes, yes. okay, yeah. in the show in the MCU, technically, I like Kingpin's uh, finally embracing the whole darkness of Kingpin and wearing the white suit. Yeah, I think he looks awesome, and I love the actor uh, D'Onofrio. I think is the actor. Yeah, he's solid. He looks I, the I, at the first season, I felt like uh, something off about him. I'm not sure what it is. But but uh, no, building towards something. I yeah, feel yeah. right. He's, yeah, in the process of becoming that. Character. I keep forgetting that um, these are not supposed to be like two hour long movies. You have like thir- like thirteen, fourteen episodes, almost fourteen hours to play with, where yeah. you're slowly building towards something. Right. Mm-hmm. Derek H is, seems like the only person that's active in the chat. And Netflix is losing all of its Marvel shows when Disney starts up its right. own streaming service. Right, right. So they'll probably replace them with DC Titans and. Berlantiverse shows. <coughs> Berlantiverse meaning Flash and Arrow and stuff like that, which I think that those shows are already on Netflix. And did you see like mm-hmm. um, Titans is available on Netflix outside of the U.S.? So yeah. in the U.S. you can only we'll get it. it. <laughs> yeah. Suckers. So I'm excited because I've heard good things about Titans. Yeah. Even though I, you guys are shitting on the show. No, no, no. Well, I mean, we yes, I've... Sh- I've I see. I am capable. I'm not a D- total DC fanboy. Like if I see something that you know, it, it felt like when they first showed those things. Like holy crap, something's off about this. Yeah, I like. I don't mind if they change the characters as much as long as you tell a good story. Like I always say, but yeah. it just felt like totally just weird. And the budget, like screen budget, like yeah. everything about it, screen budget. So. But apparently, the re- people have seen the first two to six episodes, and the reviews are like overly positive. Really? Yeah. And the actor that plays Robin, I just happened to see a film that he's in yesterday called Oculus. <clears throat> Oculus, and I actually thought he was pretty good in the movie, so I could see him. You know, he's an actual actor. He's not some Joe Blow, you know, teen heartthrob that they just put in the show. Um, one of the things I loved uh, about Arrow is the first two seasons was very dark, and I loved all the parts where he's interacting with his friends mm-hmm. in the Arrow Cave. You know what I'm saying? And training, and all the behind-the-scenes stuff. And I think that this is going to... A lot of people are going to uh, like Dick Grayson as a detective, you know, outside of the suit. And I think they're going to like him um, just interacting with the other people outside of 
being in a battle and that kind of stuff. I think it builds up character. Yeah. And like, and I, I don't know. I just like that those kinds of like behind the scenes. And when I saw Arrow, I was like, why don't we have a Batman show? You know what I'm saying? Because ba- Arrow is basically Batman. You have all of his rogues gallery, and you have Rachel Ghoul in there. Uh, and I, not, nah, I just want a Batman show. I think everybody would. Do, do you remember uh, Bird? Do you remember the old show Birds of Prey? I know it because of YouTube, but I've never ever tuned in to see an episode. If you saw the first like the first episode, the opening of it, they yeah. show Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Joker, I think, right? Uh, I Possibly that part. very glimpse yeah. short glimpses. And I was like, just take that and stretch it, stretch it into whole season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we, we'll, <clears throat> we'll be getting in about six months. We'll be getting the uh, Batgirl TV show, right? So really. Batgirl, Batwoman, sorry, Batwoman. The one that... Um, On the CW, Batwoman. right? Batwoman. Yeah, Batwoman. Batwoman, right. And played by what, Ruby Rose? Mm-hmm. I forget her name. So, um, uh, and uh, hopefully they give her the, you know, they give the show the budget that it deserves and it looks pretty good, right? So, because that costume itself looks, in the comics, it's awesome. Yeah, but you haven't seen red. like the... No, nothing's been released yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to look the same. Like, they'll do a serviceable job, but they, they've never really hit, they've never hit comic accurate I guess Flash is pretty good. It's what do you mean close. Superwoman or Supergirl is... Yeah, that was pretty good, too. The, the budget's... Yeah. For a TV show, it's there. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Okay, yeah. You, you got it. You got me there. Yeah. You got me there. Um, uh, but yeah, like, yeah, so the the performances are apparently... Like, people that were... Made, we all made fun of, like, Star... Whatever her name was, Starfire, and that she looked like a hooker, and she looked like... <laughs> it, she just looked yeah. ridiculous, right? But apparently, she's one of the better characters in the in the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, so people are gonna say like, she, you, people are gonna love her. So it's like it's encouraging. I'm not invested in it, but I, it's good to know it's not gonna be a shit show. So although the looks not accurate, yeah. So it looks like it's good. not really gonna be a Batwoman show. Batman, Batwoman will be on Arrow, so maybe she'll get her own show later. But I think for now she's just a character that's gonna be introduced. But Flash oh, okay. was also introduced okay. as a character I on that. one I read that they were making a show. Maybe her first appearance would be in another show, but probably. Yeah. By the way, yeah. there was some news that broke. Breaking news. Yeah. Um, they showed Lobo. What Lobo looks like on Krypton season two? Looks all right. Do you see this? Yeah. I haven't seen it, so this is the first time I'm yeah. seeing it. It's not bad. He looks pretty good. I mean, you 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 hope to get a bigger character, like a but whatever. If he can act, it looks like it looks who pretty close. That's so? a you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. It's okay. just a yeah, it's a no name character, but I'm okay with that. I hope he has a badass space motorcycle. As long as he has to bring the, the attitude. There was a rumor that we were going to do a Lobo film. I mean, like a, about a year ago. But I guess now that the way things are... I don't, I don't, know, how, I don't know how that would do. Oh, man. I, I think it has Lobo potential movie? to be cool. It's I, like superhero on a motorcycle. It's like Ghost Rider. <coughs> That's how I feel. Don't uh, even mention Ghost Rider. <laughs> have you started playing Forza Horizon 4? Yes, I have. And what do you think? Uh, I'm liking it so far. I think it's one of the most gorgeous games I've ever, ever seen. Like, like the blades of grass and the and, and the fields and, and the fact that it's so it's open world and they're pulling off these graphics at a very smooth... Oh, if you're playing 4K, it's 30 frames per second, right? Is it? But there's a mode for 60 or close to 60... And I haven't switched to that yet, so I wonder how that feels. I imagine better. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's awesome. So far, I'm in that tutorial, like in the first within the first couple hours. So it's like 
it's there's a, like an overlaying voice telling me to go here, go here, go there. So I'm just following along. But I'm that kind of person that wants to place in the top three before I move on. So I keep, yeah, I keep replaying. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, loving it. I imagine when you start playing with friends, it's that much better, right? That yeah, much cooler. The problem is we have to get our friends to play a certain amount. Because you have to get a certain kind of rep to get to the I've autumn season. I've heard about that, yeah. And then it unlocks multiplayer. You can't get multiplayer before that. Oh. It's grayed out. Because okay. I, I tried to go to really? multiplayer right away, and it says you have to, you have to, you have to get to the autumn season. So it's oh, uh, like, it, like it wants you to get some kind of experience. Instead of yeah, just like it's not okay with it. I think I, I, think cool. the, I, yeah. I think I just got into the autumn yeah? season. Yeah, I think I just got into it. So it's not that. We're talking like an hour and a half oh, or that's something. Not two hours. Anybody in the chat, anybody enjoying Forza Horizon 4, let us know. Uh, and also add us uh, because we're always looking to want to play with uh, people that listen to the show. Um, yeah. uh, Icon Boy, I C O N B O Y. Gabe is Nika Metroid. Nika Metroid is exactly how that sounds. Nika uh, C A N I C A Metroid. Yeah, M E T R O I D. Uh, Anthony is Rail Grinder. No underscore, right? No Just underscore. Real grinder? Yeah. yeah, add us. Um, I know that Derek is a big uh, racing person. Uh, I think his uh, handle on uh, Xbox is VA Racers, something that. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Derek H. Uh, Tire Class says, Marvel Studios has commissioned a Dark Avenger script. All right. That's pretty what? cool. I would I would like to see that. Dark Avengers. Hmm. Cool. Um, Do you use the rewind feature? You could use that to get in top top place, right? Um. Or does it penalize you if you use a rewind feature? Uh, I think you win you, less you credits, race, right? Yeah, exactly. You, 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 yeah, you tend to get credits deducted, I guess, of potential of earning them. I use it uh, towards the end if I if I screw up. Yeah, I don't like doing it at the beginning because I feel like, oh man, this is already off to a bad start. Even though I don't know. Anyways, but at yeah. least the option is there. It's right? a beautiful Critical. feature, though. though. Well, yeah. what, what's the penalty? Just time or uh, points? You, just, you don't okay, get okay. as much points, I think. So, um, and I think that, like previous Forza Horizon, it's yeah. based on followers and your popularity. Okay. So the more races you win, the more people follow you, quote unquote. And then you get a certain once you get to a certain uh, number of people, it unlocks like the next season and other options. Um, and also there's stuff like at the beginning of a race where you can set difficulty and you'll get a bonus. So if your difficulty, if you raise it, you can get a 30 to 50% bonus. Yeah. Okay. If you turn off stuff like assist, uh, you know, where they assist you in the steering and the brakes at some point, you'll get more of a bonus. Okay. I leave everything default and you still get a 30% bonus. Yeah, just I with get the it. Default. I'm, I'm right now I'm an abo- above average and the next step up, I think yeah. 35. So I'm racing with that. The times that I've struggled, then I lower it back to 30. The ones that I struggle with so far, even though it's only been, I've only maybe raced about seven or eight different, uh, whatever you call it, races, tracks, is the ones where you have to like go between those red flares. Yeah. Like from different locations. So it's not basically like a typical track, right? It's just you're going oh, from so you just to like get to. And okay. I get, I don't know what it is. It's just like, checkpoints. It's like, oh, I get nervous. It's like, oh, like I miss the damn thing. It just gets so frustrating. But then you use rewind, so, right? I'm so, yeah, I'm so used to like just tracks and tracks and tracks. So you can sort of like, okay, like the first time get, through, you're like, you're yeah. getting to know it. The second, you start getting the int- the details on where to, where to break and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh man, that game just looks beautiful. Plays amazing. Like it. Um, I still not that into it where I start fiddling with the with the parameters with, yeah. of the actual vehicles because I, I feel like I would just mess it up. Okay, you know what I mean. 
Um, so like no tuning, no nothing. no tuning. Yeah, unless I oh, the only thing I have noticed, I want to start buying parts for the car, but the interface is different from what I'm, I remember because I'm comparing it more to Forza, and Forza it shows you more of what you're what okay. you're buying and stuff. So it's more visually. This one it looked like like just a bunch of different menus. It wasn't showing me pictures. Maybe I was in the wrong mode. I don't know. So I didn't bother. But so, uh, looking forward to getting like deeper into the actual game. Uh, Derek H in the chat, he says, please friend me. So his um, gamer tag is VA Races, V A R A C E S. Awesome. I'm going to yeah, add, add, add him. Add He's him. a big uh, racing guy. You know what I love about while I'm racing? I see all of my friends' names. Yes. Um, but then I'm like, oh, awesome. So, like, if I see Gabe, if I see Nico Metroid, I'm like, oh, is that like his avatar? Like, his car avatar, like, is it learning from his driving? But I think there's people in there that I don't think have even played the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, yeah. my name shows up. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Okay. I see you a lot. I yeah. see Ernest. I see S S G, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, S G. Yeah, yeah. But and but the funny thing is with you, maybe because you've actually played a little bit of it. Like I tend to see you a lot more, and sometimes I'm doing driving some stuff, <coughs> and then I'll compare me to you. Yeah, because we've seen some stuff. Yeah, and then something will show up. It's like, oh, cool, okay. Yeah, and I really like that because a challenge will pop up where you're like, your friend is doing this much better than you, and Mm -hmm. it makes you go, you know what, I think I'll try that again because I really want to beat them. Yep. And my uh, my kid came downstairs, mm-hmm. and she did the something that I like because I'm always trying to get her into like, hey, play Fortnite with me or play Minecraft or play something with me, right? And she's like, Baba, that looks amazing. That looks like real. It looks so cool. She grabbed the controller for me and sat down and just started driving. Yeah. And it was awesome just to watch her kind of explore oh, the awesome. whole world. That's cool. And I sat back and I just watched her for a good half an hour yesterday. It's yeah, it was crazy. Nuts. <coughs> and she was like, uh, why are all the people driving on the wrong side? And I was like, it's Britain, buddy. You're dri- <laughs> you're the one driving on the wrong side. Yeah. Do you feel like that? Yeah. I don't know why I've never noticed that. Even though you're right, I don't think I've noticed. You mind if I... Me, I'm driving. Let's you want to play right a little? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, I'm getting a- Anthony uh, Franco is going to play some hmm. Forza Horizon 4. There you go. And, and, lower and the, uh, a little bit. the different the different seasons feel different. Like especially yeah. the the ice and the the snow. <laughs> I was just about to say oh, that. Holy crow, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, so like cool. all the weather effects actually do add. Okay. Yes, even the spring when you have there's so many puddles and so many like uh indents and stuff. It's just cool. Look, cool. it's a beautiful looking game. Oh. Absolutely. Especially on a 4K TV. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but I want to definitely look into cuz right now I have it set to not performance, the other one. Yeah, the gra- the four K gra- graphics, right? Graphics, Make it look good, it. but I want to see performance. Yeah, well, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, I think. I have a feeling it just it feels smoother, probably. Yeah, well, thirty from <laughs> from thirty to sixty, I'm sure you would feel it for a racing game, especially. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, anyway. What else was I gonna say? The opening, you get to pick one of three cars. Which car did you pick? Oh, for sure, it was gonna be the uh, the Audi for me. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but you know what? I don't like I don't like muscle cars. Just in in these kind of games, I struggle with them. I yeah, tell because they're rear. What do you call it? Rear suspension or yeah. whatever. Well, rear. Oh, yeah, rear, rear, dri- rear, dri- rear wheel drive. drive. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what happened? They when the game starts up, it's really cool the way they they kind of introduce you into the All different cars. seasons. They put you, and I love that transition from like when you're looking them racing, and then the camera spins around to the back, and you're like, whoa, whoa! You pick up the camera, like you're playing, you're playing. Yeah. Um, when they they introduce all the seasons, they show you, they give you a taste of all the different vehicles, and then when they give you like the Lamborghini or the McLaren, whatever that like sports car is, feels so good, low to the ground, lots of um, um, 
control. Yeah. Right. So when they give, they gave me the option. I went for the Audi, but I usually go for the muscle car. Okay. Usually, but then I was like, "Do I really want to spend my time frustrated and like you know fishtailing all over yes, the place? Like, go. why? Right? I want to get some control, some performance. So I went with the Audi as well. And Feels wonder, great. And what was, what was the other car? Like a Ford, Ford Focus or something? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. a Ford something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who's picking oh, this? Yeah, who's Even though I know one? Ford has but the a, Ford, a European Ford is a little slightly different. It has more of a following, but. What's this? So they have oh. a car pack. It's called the Best of Bond. Oh, cool. Can you? Is there any way to scroll? Yeah, oh. and you can see the different cars oh, wow. that they have. And I wonder if you buy this, oh, the it's like a ten dollar pack. And if you buy it, do you automatically get access to these cars right away? Mm. I would imagine you get the Bond suit too. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Hey, that's that's one complaint that I have, which isn't a huge complaint, mm. is that like the facial animations oh, and terrible. the people is terrible. Yes. But there's a reason for that because it's a car game. Look at like I look like an idiot. <laughs> you chose that guy. But look, this is the closest Dude, I could get to me. a brown guy. Yeah, you I know. know what I'm saying? I know, but like that actually that's one thing that pissed me off. It was like when it came to that character select, it's like yeah. oh I don't eight like options any of, and I, I hate like all any them. of the guys. Yeah. I was gonna I was this close to choosing a girl. I was like, nah, like I might as well check it. So I went with the typical like the first guy, the white guy. Yeah. Because the other guy looked with the looked so weird with the long hair. Hey, but, when uh, I get Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh I'm going to um uh, I'm going to pick the chick. I'm going to play it as a girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So that'll well, she, be interesting. Apparently she's a really good character. Uh, yeah. Um, what was going to say? Speaking about this, though. Um, Something about the models? Yeah. Like you're 100% true. Like I, I noticed that too. It's like, oh, but they're not that different from the other Horizon characters. It's like, oh, not, they're not really, they don't feel next gen. Like, these, yeah. You know, not that good. But then I remembered, well, the engine. Look and, at this guy's neck. The games. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It looks like a giraffe neck. Uh, what happened? You're trying to go to multiplayer? No, I'm just trying to uh, like start the game. Oh, uh, yeah. How do you get into the game? From here? Um, Hold up. Am I in the wrong screen? Maybe I'm in the wrong screen. Anthony Franco's trying to stumble his way. There you go. And you can kind of figure out. Looks great, though, eh? Oh, yeah. Like, the environments are... And it's HDR. Spot on. Holy crap. Yeah. And I don't know. You're saying that it's 30 frames. And I, yeah, I bet like if you you know analyze it, it's probably a rock solid thirty frames. Doesn't oh, nothing feels bad about it? You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. It, it doesn't until you hit certain things like puddles. It feels like it slows down by like a couple of frames. And I know it's being like pick you're being stupid. You know what? Sorry, I the I think the baby's crying. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so what am I doing right now? Like, am I actually like playing? You can game? you can or am I just like press select or, or start and then you uh, oh, a map will okay. a map will show up. Oh, that's pretty cool. That I'm just driving around. Uh, like this yeah. is this this is how I would imagine how uh, an open world racing game is, would be. Well, it, well, Anthony, they've been like this since Horizon, the first Horizon. Um, well, was it the first Horizon? Was it online? Oh, maybe not. Man, I don't I've been like out of touch with racing games. I don't remember, but at least it for sure in Horizon Two, like you can, I think you can start connecting with people. And it's been, it's always been an open world kind of game, right? Yeah. Um, the only difference in this one, I think, the major thing is that the seasons will change every week. Okay. So it's pretty cool, and it'll change for everybody, right? So everybody will be in fall. Oh, so, you're, you're, in so you won't be like playing the, the same thing for months on end? Exactly. Oh, and other ones that's kind of like choose, Yeah, so it's it's awesome. Um, so are we in autumn right now? 
Yes, right now it's in autumn. Okay, cool. I would imagine next week or something it might change. Or was it every month or every week? I'm not sure. Anybody with experience in the chat, let us know. Um, but uh, yeah, so just pick a. Well, here, yeah, pick a spot and then <coughs> ma- put it on your map. There you go. You just did it. So, but it um, it, this is not the first. The first game to really do this and do it pretty well was I think Test Drive Unlimited. The one that like took, an open world, yeah, yep. it took place in like Hawaii or something. We, I don't know, something like that, and that did it pretty good. Where like you could see other people populating your game. Right now, these are like, like he was saying, they they have names, Dravatars. They're, they're still just you know, they're still like, look, there's Leafs in six. I know he doesn't have the game. Yep, but eventually, when this guy gets to the point where, it, um, you, you have other people populating your game, would be pretty cool. And what I heard is it's to avoid griefing and stuff like. You'll ghost through people, so you won't really be able like to be slamming and, oh, and okay. pissing people off, which makes sense, right? Only when you go into the actual matches. Oh, you're so, I'm so jealous. You can actually fit Icon Boy on your plate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to go with Nika, Matt. I was going to go with um, the Back to the Future out of time. Uh-huh. And I was like, why? Just It's me in this car. The idiot doesn't look like me. Couldn't pick a nickname. <laughs> That was cool. My nickname is The Kid or something. Can you you customize? Nickname? I don't remember. Oh, I remembered I played another Horizon because right off the bat I said, hey, Gabriel. Oh, nice. I was like, what? And I remembered that I I did that already for Horizon. So it probably saved it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have my name in there. It's too foreign, you know? (laughs) Yasser's too foreign. That would have been nice, though, if my name was in there. Yeah. Change Um, of use, uh, dude. Change of use on the RB. RB, and it's just nuts. Like, Hey, um... Yeah, Did you watch Transformers? I saw like a quick glimpse. Like I, sc- I skimmed through it, so we can definitely talk about it if you want. Um, <clears throat> Transformers. <clears throat> so uh, two hours twenty four minutes. Yes. Directed by Michael Bay uh, and star Shia LaBeouf, uh, Megan Fox, and I think there was their first movies, right? And this was Seems when Michael like Bay was like still Mike, like I would say, pretty. Uh, popular director. I mean, at that point, he'd done uh, what do you call it? Bad Boys. Bad Boys one and two, which I think are very good films. Yeah, like solid, fun films. And you know, Pearl Harbor. Say what you will. Take off the romance part, and it's a pretty entertaining film. I think so. Yeah. Uh, release date July twenty seventh, two thousand seven. So wow. this movie is like eleven years old. Two thousand seven. Uh, with a budget of a hundred and fifty million dollars. It's like nothing. That's now. That's nothing now. Jesus. And then that was one hundred fifty. Yeah. Did pretty good for one hundred fifty. Opening weekend seventy million. Gross in the U S three hundred nineteen million. Worldwide gross seven hundred and nine million. So it really blew it out of the water as far as making money oh, yeah. is concerned. Back in compared 2007, to, those were yeah, like compared to the box, how much it costs to to actually make budget wise. And I heard that uh, this is really really popular in uh, China and a lot of those foreign countries. Well, and now, so yeah, and so you see a lot of the not a lot but a couple of the later films take big chunks transitioning to in China, right? Yeah, involving yeah. the more yeah. So like the production houses yeah. scenes. Characters, all that stuff has been, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And people like the whole thing that we have perspective here, too. It's like, oh, if, if a movie doesn't do so good in the States, we think automatically the movie sucks or it bombs. Yeah. But, you know, there's other markets out there, obviously, yeah. right? That that do appreciate, the uh, have different tastes. And absolutely. In fact, these days, they don't even really care that much about North American 
box office. They care more about the worldwide box office, worldwide. and especially China, because there's a huge uh, middle class that's slowly emerging in China. Then they really love going to the movies and love 3D. 3D is huge there. Yeah. 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 And um, isn't that awesome? Sorry, I'm, I'm yeah, like looking at pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like Thank you, Anthony Franco is getting me some credits. Then... You got first? Yeah. This game is easy. <laughs> you should not. It's your first time playing, you're already getting first. You know how to rewind, right? You press Y to rewind. I, I hit rewind on that one, on that race too. So <coughs> I guess I lost. I love the view where like you're top, like the hood shows. That yeah. Even, like the sensation of speed is crazy. So um, I, yeah, I wanted to go over like maybe, uh, we don't have to go through step by step right. of the plot, but like an overall how it came to be. And what parts you liked of the movie, what parts stood out. Um, I thought the opening, so they opened with an army base and some normal uh, normal ass uh, soldiers just being at the army base and this helicopter comes out of nowhere. Um, and it's just ominous, like because they're trying to talk to the helicopter and yeah. it's and it's like, whoa, this is a helicopter that got shot down like two weeks ago. What's going on, right? And right away, you're like, yeah, that's probably not like a normal helicopter. That's probably a robot. Yeah. And it lands, and people are like confused because there's a pilot in there. They tell the pilot to come out, and then it transforms into this thing. But you would get glimpses. You don't see the whole transformation. And also, I didn't know that they, they screwed up the transformation sound. It's not like, right? It, it wasn't, yeah, it was more like, it was not the same as, as, as they've slowly morphed it into now, yeah. especially Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. And like now, though, they've really gone hardcore into it yeah right you know something that i think is going to be a screw up in the latest is that in the latest trailers oh what i thought was cool is the latest trailers open with uh you don't pick the car the car picks a driver mm -hmm. which is the opening line to transformers one when he goes and gets Bumble bumblebee yep. right that comedian i forgot his name bernie, bernie mac bernie mac, bernie yeah. mac yep. he's selling him the car and he goes the car picks a driver i thought that was an awesome callback because i completely forgot about that line yep. right um, in the newest trailers for the newest movie, they show Optimus in his G1 form mm -hmm. on Cybertron. But then when they do the flashbacks in the first movie, none of them look like that. So I wonder how they're going to... Yeah, like reconcile that. Reconcile somehow. that. Yeah, that's a good word. Sorry, I was searching for that word. I couldn't okay. come up with it. Yes. So that's going to be a screw up. Um, I like that opening. And you you know what's hilarious? That, oh, uh, that opening like you were saying, like, uh, that you were just speaking about... It is like very reminiscent of like a horror film. Yeah. Almost like it's like, yeah, like you said, ominous, right? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, oh, you see explosions and like, you never think associate the army getting their asses handed to them, but right? But that's what happens. And I think that the army getting their asses hand, handed to them was the right tone to go with. They should be like human beings, even with their most advanced weapons, should, still shouldn't be a match for robots. And the thing is, the humans slowly turn the tables even in this movie near the end they t turn the tables on the robots and then every other movie is the robots running away from the humans yeah so i i don't like how like we seem to be more powerful than the robots later in later movies and by the end of this movie um this, when the, when the robot when the helicopter turns into a robot and starts fucking destroying the base, he shoots out these waves of energy that completely decimate tanks he's Throwing, ripping tanks apart, throwing them around, completely devastating. Uh, all these people get turned into skeletons, and all the never use the yeah, weapon yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? What's up with that? Throughout the for the rest of the movie, you never see that weapon again. That's as uh, PG thirteen as they get. get basically <laughs> conventional weapons. 
Um, and then after that, they go to what's really cool is like after that, they're like, we don't know. They're trying to hack us. They're trying to get information on some project. And, um, and they get all these people together and we're like, oh, is it a different country? Is it China? Is it North mm -hmm. Korea? Who's hacking us? They think it's North Korea. So they start sending ships out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, one of the robots who can turn into a boombox, which I think is a kind of a callback to Soundwave. Is that robot Soundwave? It's no, not, right? It wasn't. It wasn't. So. It's not. Because I got to be honest with you, I tried to watch as much of the movie as I could, but I was so busy. I got through maybe more than half of it. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember what happens in the ending. Maybe if you guys remember, you can fill me in on. I'll get to a certain point where I'll be like, I don't know what happens beyond this. Yeah, right. Okay. So um, Sam Witwicky is the descendant of. A guy, famous guy who was exploring Explorer. the Arctic, and he had a couple of his um, stuff that he left behind for him, like a map and like a calligraphy set and some glasses. And the glasses are super, super important, right? Mm, yeah. And he tries to sell them on eBay, and he says it's for his car fund, but he already has the money for the car. So, like, why is it part of his car fund? But I thought his dad bought him the car. No, no. His dad get, put money in. Oh. So, I think his dad, because okay. the car cost four grand, okay. and he had 2000 And he's like, my dad said, if I get A+, and I show up with 2000 that I'll get the car. I have the 2000 but I need the A+. And his, his teacher gives him the A+, right? Um, so, he leaves school. They go to Bernie Mac, and he sells him this, like, old-ass Camaro, which, like... Bernie Mac was like, I want 5000 for this thing, right? And the Camaro turns on and turns up the volume and shatters all of the car's windows. And, like, I think Bernie Mac right away is like, this thing's haunted. Here, I'll give it to you for 4000 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Caused so much damage to that poor guy's uh, business. It's only going to give it away for another 1000 <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a Camaro. So, And it was right next to a Beetle. And there was a yeah. reason why they couldn't do the, use the Beetle, right? Yeah. Uh, do you know what it was? Volkswagen didn't want to be associated with guns or something? Uh, or war or anything. Yeah. Because and of uh, the whole... Mm, yes. I guess they went back Nazi on that. Yes yeah. and no. Yes, maybe you're right to that. But the real reason is because Chevy got the contract. So, Or that and... Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, you want to try to get like the, the no. Would it matter, right? Business over everything, right? It was if you notice all the cars, they were all they're all Chevy they're cars. All, that's true, except Chevy. for the truck, except for Optimus. No, I think that's yeah, but that was like a custom whatever. I don't even know yeah. what the hell that is. I bet you there was a Hemi. It in was there. Uh, what was uh, the truck company? Yeah, it, was Pon it was Pontiac, Pontiacs, Chevy. Yeah, it was all Cadillacs. Yeah. yeah, it was all American-made yeah, cars. All American yeah. vehicles, which um, I mean, whatever. So at any time, Bumblebee could have scanned another car and been like, because he turns into a Camaro halfway through the movie. Yeah. Right? Amazing if he scanned a Prius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, if he's, like, because at one point, the girl, what's her face? Uh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox is like, why do you turn into a piece of shit? And he kicks him out of the, kicks him to the curb. And Shia LaBeouf's like, see, you you hurt his feelings. Mm -hmm. It's very sensitive. You hurt his feelings. And he goes in, he uh, scans a modern Nick Camaro, and he comes back as a modern Camaro. And I was like, the whole interior changed, too. It was like, amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was the first unveiling of that of that vehicle. Oh, yeah? Which Michael Bay yeah. was pretty cool with those deals is that, like, <clears throat> the prototypes and stuff would come to him. Yeah. Would be in that movie. The first Corvette was in that movie also. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's some <laughs> trivia, you see? Give her Nori's uh Delivering some trivia bring on the back a, end. Bringing that A game. Yeah, give us some more if you if you have any more trivia. 
Tire class, the new Bumblebee trailer was cool, but there's one problem. It messed up the continuity. How is it possible that these robots look like G1 designs yeah. from the 80s and then look the way that they do in the Michael Bay movies? Uh, maybe that'll be explained. I just said I that that so. probably breaks a little bit of the continuity, but like that even fucking matters, really, right? Does it even matter? Yeah, I, I think, if anything, this is sort of like a, like it is, a, a slow, like a little reboot or whatever you call it. Uh, they'll, like they'll, a, they'll play around whatever makes sense going forward, right? Hey, what, again, what was that phrase again? Whatever gets butts in those seats? Ics. Well, there you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, does it make sense for, like, the, you know, the, the thing to be spitting out cassettes out of... Exactly. Uh, like, on Cybertron. On it's Cybertron. Like, like, what the hell? <laughs> Cybertron. All the Unless, classic technology uses, like, cassette tapes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The, the army is trying to track down who's doing this. They have like nerds, like hackers, trying to figure out who's doing this. Yep. Someone gets on. I like the scene on Air Force One where the boombox is like changing into a robot. Yeah. But you get the first hints of they're acting too human from that guy. Mm, like when he true, sees the yeah. gr- when he sees the steward is eating the chocolate and he's like, mm, I want to eat some chocolate too. Yeah. It's a little too. It's a little too, too acting like a human. Yeah, you know yeah. Saying? And while that's the one take about. If anybody has issues with these movies overall the, in the series, is that it makes them too silly? Yeah, it's just too many silly scenes and yeah. way too much. Yeah, like that, that should have been toned down a lot. Dumb uh, humor. Like, like I think they would be like look back upon these movies a lot more, like fondly if they got rid of like most of the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Because like even the um, uh, Sam Witwicky's character annoying as hell after rewatching it. Really? Yeah. I thought I liked them the first movie. I can see the, like, like the, the, yeah, the, the. But why is he annoying? Because maybe because he has scenes with his parents. Like you take away all that nonsense yeah. jokes. Like the character himself is funny enough that that's all you need him to be p- playing himself. But because he's a teenager and stuff. But not true. And then or just whatever. Involve the whole family. It's yeah. just yeah. It's just to hold the dog <laughs> and the family, and then and then we'll get, eventually get to the fucking. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the whole family and all that stuff. But I like the the, I liked agent. him himself. He was yeah, cool. He was fine. like he was he was. Walking this very fine line between loser and kind of cool guy. Yeah. Like when he like when he's in the class and he's showing off his grandfather stuff and someone does a spitball at him and he's like, "Who did that? Who did that?" The teacher. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Whatever." Sam, like he's like just going with it. He's like, "Who wants to buy this shit?" And my grandfather was crazy. And one of my favorite scenes is when they go to the the party at the lake mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Are you sure we're invited to this party?" He's like, "Dude, it's a lake. Anybody can go there, right?" Mm-hmm. They show up and then they pretend like they're climbing a tree and the jock shows up and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" He's like, yeah, "We're just climbing this tree." And then the jock is like, "Oh, I remember you you tr- you you tried out for football." And he's like, "Oh yeah, it wasn't I wasn't trying I was writing a book." And he's like, "What is the book about? Sucking at sports?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's a real simple book. I think your friends would really like it. It's got pop-ups and there's a place where you can color." And he's like, "So he's yeah. is so funny, man. And he's yeah. got balls to say that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that about his character. Yeah. And I like that it, a lot of a lot of his characters like leap of faith sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And the, you know that scene where like when he first sees Bumblebee come to life, in the scrapyard and he gets caught by the police and they take him in and he's like, what do you want? You want like uh, uppers, downers, PCP? What do you want? And he leans in and he's like, you want to take my gun? Go ahead. Go for it. And then and then Sam Wicky leans in and goes, "Are you on drugs?" <laughs> <laughs> that scene is true, awesome, true, true. man. Yeah, yeah. So th- I, yeah. there's a lot of like cool little cool things like that. And at that moment, 
he was an up up and coming actor. Like, yeah, like, like people wanted to to work with him, like because he was in uh, iRobots, I think, and something else beyond that. And people well, liked him in that character. Yeah, from that Disney As, show. Yeah, people like liked him, so I can see okay. why they hired him. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no one in the chat is talking Transformers. Everybody's distracted by some kind of hentai game. Uh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> Um, um, by the way, Tiger Claude, he I didn't want to get too off topic. He he left a message. He left a link here that um, Barbie zooming from Sony to Warner Brothers. Margot Robbie is in early talks for a Barbie movie. All right, yeah. I don't even know how that works. Is it like autobiographical based on the doll, or are they making like a real like this girl is named Barbie and she's got like a boyfriend named Ken? Is it very it's probably loose? the it's probably based on the the woman that started the Barbie doll, which is that like, makes sense from, from that from the uh, Netflix show where like the old lady that it started off as a sex toy. Maybe that's what they're telling the story. Really? Okay. Yeah. So Not I a got sex toy. Sorry, a uh, a doll that that uh, what was it again? A doll that would like uh, a real would, doll. Men would buy. Yeah, and then like, have a company with like. Uh, yeah, like they, a real doll. They go on like if you give they go on date. Yeah, yeah. Then they they would insinuate they they like they want to have sex with. Them. Ryan Gosling had this interesting movie where he bought a doll and like that would be his girlfriend and he would like take him to family reunions. What's that remember? called? Something in the real doll. Huh? I forget the name of his character and the real doll. Yeah, yeah. Tarkla says it's Margot Robbie as Barbie. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. And the director of Wonder Woman is possibly going to be the director of it. So, hmm, okay. um, so in the movie, um, uh, Sam Witwicky and Megan Fox—I don't remember her her name, the character's name. Um, Tits and ass. Eventually, they they are they the Bumblebee takes them to this place where they meet the other Autobots, and you see them coming to Earth one at a time, and um, they're they're non. Their Cybertron form is like just very simplistic, and I thought that was really weird. Like, oh, they all look the same, like in the same body structure, yeah. same mass, yeah, and yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. And they kind of look like they reminded me of like really emaciated, like hungry, <laughs> you know, like a, a weird, like weird looking robots. And then they go out and they find their uh disguises, right? You know, Optimus turns into a giant uh truck, and then they have who are the guys? They have Ironhide and Jazz. Jazz. And Jazz, Jazz is like straight up black guy. You know what I'm saying? So, oh man, and Jazz and was so cool in the in the, in, uh, in the cartoons. cartoons. Yeah, yeah, they just not that he's not cool here to a certain extent. I think they lean too far into the what is the racial stereotype? I yeah. want to say, uh, yeah, because like all homie doubt. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, and the first thing Sam goes is, "Why do you talk like that?" <laughs> right? Yeah, and uh, Optimus is right away. He's like, "We learned the language through the World Wide Web," so. I remember it was. A, I remember years after seeing this movie, I was like thinking back, like, why did Sam even come along? Like, what was the stretch there, the reasoning for him to be with them throughout the whole movie? Mm -hmm. And turns out that Megatron, everybody's going after this cube to that can form planets and mm -hmm. probably turn Earth into Cybertron, probably. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And the coordinates, so he lands in the Arctic, and Sam's great grandfather accidentally awakens him, and. Megatron etches the coordinates into the glasses. Into the glasses. Yeah. And that's why throughout the whole beginning of the movie, they're like, hey, are you Sexy Man 172? Where's eBay item number 11906 or something like that? Mm -hmm. Everybody's after this thing. So I just watched up to the point where Optimus is like, let's go get the glasses. 
maybe you guys can fill in the rest of what happens in the movie. Oh. <laughs> okay, so the next scene after that is... You don't have to go scene by scene if yeah. you don't remember it, but... Oh, so they go... So he doesn't have the glasses on him, and they're trying to like, get the glasses. So they go to his house, and then it's that whole, uh, that whole scene where... He's trying to Obvious. get up to his room, yeah. and all the transformers are fumbling around his house. The house not to be and seen. Nobody freaking notices. He's, yeah, nobody huge. notices. Five giant robots. T Rex heavy ton. Yeah. Freaking creatures. Wait, they're not just parked on the road in no. their robot in their. They went in the to the backyard. Form. Why? <laughs> oh, because they really want these uh, freaking glasses. Yeah. It's almost a, uh, as if uh, if you look at it from a different angle, you, it kind of feels like. What if these guys, uh, what if the Autobots were the bad guys and they just like tricked some kid into getting him uh, the glasses <laughs> or whatnot, right? But anyways, uh, but yeah, so they're fumbling around. Oh, this sorry. Time. We missed one part. The the guy that hacked, the robot that hacked Air Force One turned into Megan Fox's uh, phone, Cell flip phone. phone. Yeah. And that's another thing that I liked is like everybody, the prevalence of flip phones and stuff. So does he, he come out at some point? At some point, yes. But I don't remember... Wh- when in the shop and whether she was in a sh- in a garage no i don't remember i don't remember yeah because uh, uh, how, how did this go again essentially this little robot sneaks into the house oh yeah okay so the the robot uh is 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 still like in that foam form i guess she's been carrying it around so they get the glasses yeah and then uh, the Sector 7 group, that the secret agency, finds out that, okay, they're here, and they try to uh, take Sam into custody, to, uh, to interrogate him to find out where, uh, uh, where these robots are. And en route to wherever their base is, the Autobots come around to uh, stop them and uh, get Sam. Yeah, and this whole time Megatron's still trapped under ice. Still trapped under ice. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, yeah. No, he's been transferred. The whole reason why they had built the dam and the Hoover Dam. Oh, Hoover dam was he's to hide. Yeah. yeah. The government was building where they hid. But this put robot him under ice. Un- yeah. He's sorry, he is under. So he's ice. unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. And so, um, as they bring uh, Sam to the base. That little robot, robot sneaks with, in, yeah, sneaks in uh, yeah. with them, and uh, figures out, oh, this is where Megatron is. This is where the cube is, and oh, they have the cube too. Yep. Yep. Sector Seven has a cube as well. In the, yeah. yeah, in in, in cage. Oh wow! Last thing I forget. Yeah. And so, um, at yeah. this point, why is Sam w- w- Wiki Wiki still there? Well, because the government's questioning him. Okay, yeah, the, the questioning him they about want to debrief the whereabouts him. of okay. the, the uh, other robots, right? At the same time, they have uh, Bumblebee at that point, right? Yeah, they, ca- they ended up capturing Bumblebee. Bumblebee. I, I forget what, like how that ended up happening. And that scene at night yeah. that they used talking about, I think. Uh, yeah, like where uh, he, yeah, where when, Bumblebee when they fights being... a Decepticon. No, 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 no. He didn't find a Decepticon. Oh, okay. So Anyways. I remember now. Anyways, they're in the base. Yeah, they're in the base. Bumblebee's been captured. The robot starts messing around with the equipment to def- defrost, lower the temperature, and defrost and Megatron. And defrost Megatron. And so uh-huh. while that's happening, they, uh, they, uh, Sam convinces them to let Bumblebee go. Yeah. And to get the cube and get it out of there away from uh, Megatron, right? So there's this cube. This is the one big thing like, I had, like one of the big issues I had with, uh, <laughs> with this. So there's this cube. Uh, like half the size of Hoover, uh, Hoover Dam. Yeah. Like this 
thing with like all this power and the, with all this mass gets transformed into this small tiny box that Sam can just magically carry around now. Yeah. So it's like Don't they explain something about negative space? I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember. remember about but I mean, why is that like in a world where like <laughs> that's the thing they writing transform yeah. to something yeah. bigger. It's like Right. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But at, at that time, the way I had kind of uh, convinced myself of why it works like that is that I looked at the way that the, the, the robots transformed and I was like, oh, it's just using the same type of uh, technology and negative oh. space. Mm-hmm. So that's how I convinced myself that the cube is made from the same technology that the robots and their morphing. Is well, made from. I, I couldn't get past it. <laughs> Anyways, so I think I remember yeah. that scene where they're all driving in the desert away from yeah. the base, right? Then what happens? They go they they go to the city, and I remember there's a fight in the city, right? Yeah, because they're trying to get that cube away from Megatron as uh, as far as possible, and somehow the, the, the Decepticons are now that Megatron's alive. The Decepticons, there's like a beacon, and then all the Decepticons go to Megatron. Yeah, yeah, they assemble uh, around him. To try to get the and they've all been hiding in all these random places, and they start you know they, like, something just wake up. up. Yeah, uh, now that their leader's back. No, they, yeah, they didn't they didn't come down from the sky like the Autobots did, right? Uh, somewhere already on Earth. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, one, I think there's a, car- there's a cargo ship, and one dives into the <laughs> water, and then there's another one that comes out. Um, and so, so yeah, so they go back to um, yeah, so yeah, Bumblebee goes to Optimus. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, the whole highway scene is the first movie, right? Well, yeah, the whole highway scene. That, that's just them trying to get away from, uh, like, trying to get the cube away, but right. somehow this leads into the city. Yeah, and from there, the uh, yeah, Decepticons come around. They uh, end up uh, having their big uh, fight there. Yeah, sorry, I remember uh, the highway scene. There was a there was a really cool part where Sam is not in a car or he's in the car. And Bumblebee transforms and launches him up into the air. And it was one of the big commercials at the time mm-hmm. where he lands as the Bumblebee's transforming back into inside, a car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like inside? Yeah. Oh, damn, okay. And then also Optimus murders somebody in slow motion, right? <laughs> in that scene? Oh, What's his he, name? He, does like, uh, he puts his sword. hand in his back and just blows him. Or no, no, he no, used a blade, he, right? Yeah, he yeah. uses uh, yeah. one of the sword. robots. Yeah. Like, uh, and I thought it was one of the major Decepticons at the point, but I guess not. Does yeah, make it to the last battle. Because yeah, yeah cause well, when that happened, I, I remember thinking, when did Autobots just like start slaughtering like uh, their enemies, right? Yeah, and yeah, like uh, that was one of the things that for me was pretty damn cool that uh, like the Optimus destroyed them, but. Yeah, kind of takes uh, <coughs> takes it away from Optimus like, is a badass in the whole series, really, which is awesome. Like you know, he doesn't. Oh, like you know, he, he's he not doesn't the try Mr. to hold Mister Nice Guy, right? Exactly. He, he's not like there. the cartoons. Yeah. Sorry, Todd Claw uh, with some tidbits. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, they did the second Transformers movie, they took the racial stereotypes to another level. Well, yeah. And they were given shit over it. And then he also mentioned every one of those Transformers movies starts with the idea of Transformers being on Earth in the past. Happened with the first movie and the ones uh, after that. Then we get in the last one, which reveals that Earth was Unicron the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too bad we'll never see the conclusion of that since Hasbro's rebooting the movie franchise. Right. The idea of Earth being Unicron originally came from Transformers Prime cartoon. Leaf Sin Six says the worst part of this movie is the S7 guys. Yeah. Or whatever his name nope. is. Uh, it's like, I couldn't really take that guy seriously. <sighs> I couldn't tell, like, is he... Why is, is he joke? acting like that? Yeah. yeah. 
taking off his pants. It's just like, like I said, it's just the comedy yeah. portion. It's just like, God, if that's out of it, it's that much better, the film. Yeah, I think so too. But then, I mean, it wouldn't be what it is. Like, because a lot of those scenes is the stuff that most people talk about, right? Like or, how or, crazy that is. Or, or keep the Sector 7 guys, but don't make them a joke. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. The tone is all over the place, yeah. right? Because you have the tone, it's like when they focus on the army and, and all that stuff, it's taken very seriously. Like, you yeah. know, the, they're all integrated, they're all working together. It, they're cool scenes because they almost remind you of like The Rock or other movies that yeah. he's done. It feels like a 90s action movie yeah, when those scenes is, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people complain that maybe it's like a, done a little too much, the, the focus on the army. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they probably, it's like almost like a paid advertisement for them. But it was cool. Um, and, and at the same time, like I, c- I can see them like trying to target a specific audience to get uh, uh, to get as many people going uh, right like, to watch right. it. Right, because like I said, yeah, those those movies like that we have to do with uh, yeah. Because then at that military point, stuff, oh, you know, they, they sell. They're, yeah, they're, like you can get kids in there. Like if you can get kids in, that means mom and dad has to go. So that means like two extra tickets for that one person that or that one kid that they're trying to get in. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh, where were we? Yeah. What happened? So they're running around the city, keeping the square. Oh, yeah. The meanwhile, like the, the whole, like yeah, they introduce like the 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 main. Where are the main art? The people in the army. It's uh, the what's Dur- Durnell, Durham. What's the actor's <laughs> well, I name? Uh, Frank oh, uh, Damel or something like that. No, he was in Fast and Furious too, right? Mm-hmm. We hungry. Oh, you're talking about Tyrell. Uh, Oh, why can't I remember his the, name? The, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, he, he was model. in there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Derek H is typing in the chat. I can tell he's about to tell us. Ty Grease or something. <laughs> Ty Grease. That's it. <laughs> we hungry. Ty Grease. <laughs> Ty. And they were likable, like characters, like you know, like yeah, oh, they're actually awesome, dude. As an army yeah. unit, I li- I liked their group as an army yeah, unit. Like, yeah, going from the they beginning, felt like right? they knew each other pretty well. They had the Spanish yeah. guy from Prison Break. Yep. Ah, remember that's him? Right. Yep. Poppy. Yeah, Poppy. Hey, Poppy. And yeah. uh, they had the nerd guy with the glasses. Glasses, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he was the, done. <laughs> like, yeah, he gets hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or was that someone else? No, he he, he dies. <laughs> he dies, completely dies? Yeah. The In the Scorpinox uh, attack, right? Wait, wait, wait. Is that the scorpion in the first or second movie? First movie. First movie. Yeah, Are he attacks sure him in the, the desert. Second? Yeah. No, I, I watched it just like before you guys Oh, interesting. I, this whole time I thought it was because uh, it took place in the desert, like the second movie, the end. Yeah. I had... The idea no, in this one they get attacked, and his tail gets ripped off. And like this is crazy because he only gets defeated after a predator strike, and then two jets fire miniguns at him, and then a, a aircraft carrier or like that big big yeah. ass uh, plane shoots like these heavy heavy rounds at it. And only at that point do they take it out. It's not even dead; it just escapes, and its tail falls off. And they take that back to the states with them. And it's like it's got self healing, like it's repairing itself. Just the tail. It's really cool. Wow, I don't remember that. Okay, cool. Uh, Derek H. Notice that Michael Bay has a huge hard on for military talk. He loves to have these guys use authentic military abbreviations yeah. and words. He does it a lot, but no real reason uh, in a kids movie. Yeah, yeah no, so. no reason it can yeah. but, uh, but doesn't need uh, to be that detailed. Yeah, but, but that, that he was he always had like a specialist on set that would like look after the authenticity. Yeah, let's keep yeah. that shit authentic, right? <laughs> keep that shit on point. Uh, okay, then what happens? Well, and then what happens? So they they have that big fight. Jazz gets killed. Jazz gets oh yeah, he gets ripped apart, right? Yeah, yeah. Megatron, ripped which in is, half. Which is like, I mean, no one at that point is attached to that character, but it was still like. 
Oh wow, it's jarring, it. right? Yeah, yeah because you never expect one I, of the original ones to get but, destroyed in the film. Like, well, when I saw that, yeah, like uh, from the original cartoon, Jazz was a major character, and then he was like, he's done, just like that. And I remember he said something like, uh, "Yeah, I remember right before he dies, Ironhide. Oh, Jazz is like, like he, go, he goes, you, I'm, I'm gonna die. get a piece of you, and he's like, I, I want the whole thing, and he rips him in half or something." Damn, well, now I, I gotta that. see that. He scene. reverses whatever he says, yeah. Jazz, to him, and says, "Yeah." Yeah, and he, and he, yeah, boom, splits them in half. Yeah, but at the same time, I guess that's them trying to even things out. Yeah, because um, it can't with, be just like no deaths on this side, and then like exactly every Decepticon gets destroyed. And like, if if that was if Jazz was represented the same way in the cartoon, yeah, I would have been a lot sadder that he, uh, he yeah for sure. Died. But I didn't like the character at all, so I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who Unfortunately, cares? um, and I gotta say, like, man, like. The effects hold up so well. Yeah, this uh, to me, uh, yeah, so still well. Do. Like it, it has a lot to do with, um, I think the lighting of these characters, like, yep. was just like everything. Uh, it felt like they were on on the scenes. They were right there. Yeah, as much as I hate the design, the, 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 yeah, the design. Yeah, it was done well. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, like, it was the way done the, well. Like the scene where the helicopter is in the city and it transforms and it's like fighting in the alleys and the streets. It's just like. Holy shit. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, between like the set it models and the yeah. CG. Like, and you know what's weird? Up. It holds up enough that like when you guys leave, I want to watch the rest of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Because I watched uh, the halfway mark and you guys are telling me about all these little like nuances and little things that happen. And I want to go back and watch it now. And, and the best part of the movie is the second half, really. Yeah. I mean, that's when the action yeah. takes place, right? Because you don't even get to it. You don't get introduced action. until you don't get introduced to. Uh, Optimus until an hour and ten minutes into the movie. Yeah, like before that, it's just Sam Wit- Witwicky, Bumblebee, and that and Megan Fox, and him getting chased by an uh, evil police car to uh, to torture and enslave. Remember on the side of the police yep, car. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So they have the fight, and then what? How does this end? I remember the ending with them dumping Megatron's body in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, so well, you, you really jumped. Uh, so I I jumped a lot. Done, so what? Done, by the way, what, curious. What Optimus was saying was uh, six minutes. Okay. Well, essentially, like the, the army is in is on the sides of the Autobots. They're trying yeah. to help out. They they realize that these guys are trying to help. Yeah. So they come up with a clan where they start working together to to kill the Decepticons. Yeah. And, like, so basically, if uh, if we can't save the cube or we can't keep it away from Megatron, uh, Optimus saying. Put it through my chest so it gets, uh, what was it, like absorbed in him? And, yeah. And that the cube uh, will no longer exist. Except this time around, it gets, instead of like putting it through uh, Optimus's chest, Sam like put it through uh, Megatron's chest. While they're fighting. What? While they're yeah. fighting. Optimus and, and, and them are fighting. And so it like looks th- like he, uh, Megatron has the upper hand uh, on Optimus. So Optimus says, hey, I'll give up my life to destroy the cube. Because so, if it yeah. enters a auto, if it enters a robot, it'll destroy the robot and the cube. Yeah. So then that's why he puts it in Megatron? Yeah. So he okay. put uh, Sam, uh, instead of uh, putting it into Optimus, yeah. turns around, puts it uh, into Megatron's chest. Mm. And then what, Megatron just goes It limp? burns right through yep. him. Yeah, like, yeah, it, like it burns just, right through him. Yeah. Really? Hey, Megatron turns into a tank in this, right? Not no. a gun. Um, does he ship. even transform into anything? Yeah, he yeah. does. He's a plane. Transforms into yeah, a plane like a ship, a gunship. Well, not a gunship, but like a more some like kind of some kind of futuristic. Because right? he's the only one that kind of keeps that futuristic look. Yeah, like about he it. had he had to me that that was very close, not very close, but close enough to uh, to what he looked like in the eighties uh, movie. 
Got it. Yeah, like when they were flying around in space, right? Right. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Well, Starscream was in it. We almost forgot Starscream was in it. Starscream. Yeah, it was a different... Cool. Uh, and they never... Thing. I think... You know what I, I also found kind of funny is that most of the Decepticons don't even speak English. They speak Transformer and it's, right, and yeah. it's translated at the Subtitles. bottom. And to me, I always felt like that was them saying like... Fuck the humans in their life. I'm too good to learn English yeah. or say anything in English, right? It's part of like it's just part of the uh, what's the word? Them the arrogance of the Decepticons. Or not adapting, like the yeah, like yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like the Autobots sort of had a place on Earth at some point. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the need to protect it, which is the whole movie, right? The need to protect this world and the the whole uh, war chasing them back to Earth, and uh, an Optimus doesn't want any of that for the humans. Yeah. <clears throat> Derek H says uh, you want to finish Transformers One, but oddly enough, Transformers Five is unfucking watchable. Oh my god, yes, we've been on this podcast. <clears throat> for for me, we discussed it. Yeah, it for me, after part one, Ren just goes down. Is that the one with Marky Mark? The second one. Yeah. Marky Mark. No, the second last. The second last. He, yes, no, the last one. Even the last. The last. One. One. Did he say yeah. the last one? The, yeah, the last Transformers two, Five. So yeah. I don't know what number we're it at. It is. It is so bad. It's uh, so unwatchable. It's frustrating to watch. Like I'm. Mm-hmm. You, like I actually saw uh, like a low res version of it. I haven't seen it like in f- whatever four K, whatever the hell it is. So maybe I'll yeah. take a peek. But I just remember it being a mess of a fucking shit show. It was like scene to scene, like the scenes kept changing every like forty seconds. It was just like, oh, where am I? It's so bad. Yeah. All right, we have like a couple of minutes left. Where does this movie end? What What's left at the end of the movie? It ends with a s- small piece of the cube left. Yeah. That uh, didn't melt. So they still have that uh, yes. little sliver somewhere. And what happens to the sliver? Uh, I don't. Know. You don't know. But then yeah. it, it ends with Optimus like uh, uh, sending like out a, beacon, a call out to call out to all Autobots to come to Earth. If anybody's still left that's alive, because it was almost like wiped out, right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And um, after that, the Starscream goes into space and fades to black. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not in this. Is it in the next movie? Because I remember distinctly there was a scene where. Um, I think it's Soundwave attaches himself to a satellite and takes it over. That's probably part two. Probably part two. Right? Yeah, so any interest people. in continuing watching Star War, uh, Transformers movies? You want to watch the next one for next week? I'll probably watch it because... Transformers part I two? I haven't rewatched the second yeah, one. I don't mind. I don't what is mind. it called? Dark of the Moon, right? Yeah. Uh, dark Side of the Moon. Dark, dark Side of the Moon. Dark yeah. Moon. No, no, that's right. Dark Side of the Moon. So, something to that effect. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't mind uh, comparing them. And then, you know what? Maybe as we're watching these movies, we can rank them. So right now, the ranking is Transformers 1 is at number one. Yeah, For uh, me, that's yeah. always one. It will always be one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty. It holds up pretty good. And I, I like the movie. Well, what I saw of it anyways. So. Mm-hmm. It's the first time one of a, pro- a cartoon or a property was given this much attention and budget. Yeah. And care for. So I was pumped when it came out. Yeah. Right on. I enjoyed it. Um, 7.59, uh, if you want to end this. Um, shout outs yeah let's do shout outs uh, I want to thank everybody for listening live uh, everybody in the chat Agent Gren, D, the Blue Guy Derek H, Funny Dale, Havoc 978 uh, Nux Sonic, Six. thank you for listening uh, Malcolm Owen uh, Metal, uh, Melted General, MXT Rafa SKB, Rageinator Shadow Next Gen, Sub Z Sully, Tiger Claw, as always, thank you for being here. Warham, Yogizilla, Zappy, Hecht. We have another uh, alum, uh, all games alumni in the chat. Uh, Doom Plague, and finally Burr. Uh, thank you for listening live. Always appreciated. Uh, tune in next week, where hopefully we will uh, have watched the next movie in the Transformers saga. 
the Transformers Extended Universe. Leaf says he'll be here next week. And there we go. Leafs in six. Glenn Kremp will be here next week. Uh, really quick, actually, I just wanted to mention, uh, we didn't get a chance to go into news, but uh, there's rumor that uh, d- some developers are saying the PSN name changing will be possible soon. Um, you know, Sony's always made it seem like it's been horribly difficult to get done, like they would change the whole infrastructure um, whatever. I wanted to talk about there's a possible new uh, Switch coming out. Uh, the, um, what is that? What is a world? <sighs> Wall Street Journal. I had a rumor that uh, Nintendo might come up with a new model of the Switch in 2019 that'll use OLED screens instead of the LCD screens that they're using right now. Um, I was going to ask you guys what, uh, what do you think they should change for the Switch going forward? But we don't have any time for that. PUBG, uh, there's been up up to now PUBG cheaters. They've banned 13 million people. Holy can you believe that? Imagine probably. your player base is so huge yeah. that you can afford to ban 13 yeah. million people. Isn't that freaking yeah, nuts? Exactly. There's yeah. companies out there that wish they had that. I know. There's companies that wish they had half of that. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug? Any last last words? Go wa- go out there and watch Venom. Make your own decision on it. <laughs> there you go. And uh, join us, potbellygamers.com. Also, washicon.com. They make cool, cool action figurines and stuff. And, uh, you know, hopefully we might have Skype up and running so people could call in next week. Right? Say bye, Anthony. Bye, Anthony. Good choice. Pump that bad boy. <laughs>